Praise, Praise God. God. Welcome back. Are we? On the attack in the glory. So, I tell you what. Jesus on the throne, as we were worshiping tonight, I said, Lord, I'd like to drink from the river of life. You know what he asked me? What week do you want to drink from? I told him in his Shekinah glory, because my sheep hear my voice and they obey me. Therefore, if you are a true sheep of Jesus Christ, you are hearing him and learning how to obey. So when he asks you a serious question, and I'm talking serious, what week do you want to drink from? And he said it even more gently than that because he's a gentleman and a scholar. It was very gentle. And he said, what week would you like to drink from? Just beaming with joy. This was at Joel's bar pre-service during the worship time. I'm always interacting with the angels and your angels and everything going on around here. And... Holy Ghost, Jesus, mm -hmm. is it working? Yeah, it looks like we are. We're live? We got the audio? Yeah. Let us uh, do a little test here. Do a test. Yeah, all right. So, all right. I got all kinds of new equipment, working out some kinks. That's why we're still on the internet and not got TV yet, but it's coming. Amen? Amen. Nothing can stop us, it is written. Yeah. Holy Ghost. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to burn through it. Jesus is on the throne. He's good. He does not get shut down by sorcery, witchcraft, any kind of curse, word curse, witchcraft prayer. There is nothing that he has that can shut, be shut down by the demon, by the warlock, by the selfish American, by the religionist, by those under the clippeth, cursing those in the kingdom of heaven of his blood you know we've been teaching lately <laughs> it's a little wild tonight so you guys gonna roll with it you want to pray under mm -hmm. your tongues like actually your spirit can actually build up the whole message and mm -hmm. help just real quietly under your tongues under your breath mm -hmm. okay, yeah. and so we've been teaching on the flesh and blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth and the flesh and blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth is transfigured the Bible says transfigured flesh is not human flesh. Jesus came in human flesh and never sinned with it, the Bible says. But he said to Mary Magdalene before he ascended, don't touch me, woman. Don't touch me, woman. Well, he loved her. It's one of his disciples, one of his apostles, right? Truth anyhow. He had female apostles. Read your Bible. Fotini, woman at the well. One of the four chief apostles of the Lamb of the first century. Okay. Woman, do not touch me, for I have not yet ascended to my Father. So why would he tell one of his apostles not to touch him? They were clearly touching him before. They were eating together. They were having all kinds of fun together, so much so that Scripture says, the Pharisees and the religionists and the sons and daughters of Satan were calling him a drunkard and a glutton. That's what it says in the Bible. The wicked religionists were manifesting like crazy because of the true glory freedom that Messiah King Jesus Christ, Yadavave, walked in. Let him be praised forever. Amen. Hallelujah. And they were manifesting like crazy because Jesus was walking in a fulfillment of the Torah that was outside of their box, their black box. 
And we know what that black box is. It's the one that you contain your scriptures in. Isn't that the truth, anyhow? Oh, yes. There's a black box that everyone contains their deities in. You wrap it around your left arm, and you wrap it around your forehead and the back of your brainstem. And the brainstem is known as the door into the mind, the influencer of thought life. So when we were driving over here today, we saw a vehicle that said, King, 222. Two, two. Mm. King, 22. Amen. And then we pulled in. What did it say? 555 on the license plate of a car parked behind a tree that we'd never seen before. It said 555. So you see signs and wonders like this. Well, God doesn't speak to me that way. He will. Open your eyes. He speaks in numbers. God's a numerologist. He's got an entire book of the Bible called the Book of Numbers. Somebody say the Book of Numbers. Write it in the comments. The Book of Numbers. It's God's book. The devil got nothing. Religion got nothing. And that's why when they can't steal it anymore, they begin to attack it and condemn it. Even with all their heart, murder it angrily, frustratingly. Because all their systems are dead and darkness and dead men's bones. Jesus Christ said, you're like open sepulchers. That's what he said to him. He said, you teach people how to go to heaven, but then you block them from entering it. Right? Mm -hmm. That's what he said. They're like, well, that's not us. We have the real deal. We've been in this interpretation for 100, 200, 400, 500, 1,000 years. We know we're right. God knows you're wrong. And they're still blocked from the sun. <laughs> and you know what keeps them blocked out from the sun? False love. Amen. So what do you have to overcome? Venus, a.k.a. Black Netza, to get into the sun of righteousness. And so with that beautiful Bible quote, gentlemen, if, there, if you ever find any women in your messenger inbox, mm. in your business professional inbox, trying to message you one-on-one, -on -one, yeah. you can just quote that beautiful Bible verse, don't touch me, woman. I have not yet ascended. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And ladies, Ooh. you might need to say that. Guys, you got to say that too. It's a time of consecration. Men to the right, women to the left. It's not tradition. It's God's original design. Amen. And you need wisdom too. It doesn't mean that you separate from whoever God puts you together with. Mm -hmm. What God puts together... Man can't separate, it is written. But what the religious demon puts together can easily be separated. Easily. And that's why they manifest and get angry, because it doesn't really have glue. The Bible says it's wood, hay, and stubble. So when fire comes around and tests all Christian works to see if it's actually Yadevave like you claim it is, and it just burns up and you're all angry about it, well, you know it was the devil the entire time. So why is the person frustrated and angry? and bitter and weeping and gnashing of teeth, as Jesus Christ said in the Bible, because their works were exposed as mm -hmm. darkness. John chapter 1. They're just mad that they can't suckle your blood anymore, and so they need a new source, and they're trying to find other ways to drink blood. And so you effectively cut them off when you refuse, even with the people who are learning righteousness around you, when you refuse to engage in one-on-one -on -one conversations with the opposite sex in the setting of a private messenger of any kind, you completely cut those demons off from access to your blood. 
The things that we say and the places we put ourselves. Oh, fire. Thank you. Fire. Oh, it's so nice. Wow. Hey. Oh, it's good. Thank you. When you cut that off and everyone, and this is what the women were reporting back to me. Some of the women were shocked at how subtle the temptations are to make it not apply to you. Oh yeah. Great teaching. Yes. Apostle. Yes. We're not going to have one-on-one, but then, oh, well, but this one person, this one exception, it, 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 everyone has the same temptation. We've been friends for forever. They're in Joel's army. They're even in the, the group army chat. It's just a, the, it's always a, oh, it doesn't apply to me. Yeah. Yet the, the whole teaching comes forth and you'd be shocked. It'd be like the That's next day. That's why they're day. called familiar spirits because mm-hmm. they're familiar to you. They're familiar to you. Just because you've been around mm-hmm. 15 years doesn't mean you're a total demon. Right. A familiar demon. And even if that person is walking in sun righteousness, it's the opposite sex. Don't be in there in box. You, you don't really even deal with that stuff until you get that Isaiah 6 fiery tongue, sapphire stone of the seraphim touching your mouth. You know, I had one touch my mouth as I was coming in the back door from the garage where there's the 555 car right outside the garage. Unlimited grace. You do my will. You're doing my will. Unlimited grace. The angel of the Lord was standing there to reward us for adhering to the battle strategy given to us today by the angels and so we're learning how to cut off the supply to the enemy my whole mouth felt like it got shot up with novocaine i haven't felt the glory that strong in my teeth and mouth since like 2008 and i felt the glory a lot i mean a lot a lot but that was Mm -hmm. like the highest glory i've ever felt around my mouth in my entire Mm -hmm. life i said lord we're gonna do some awesome ministry tonight Mm -hmm. This anointing feels like lightning Mm -hmm. around my jaw and my teeth, my lips, everything. It's awesome, you guys. Amen. We get in here, get everything set up. We're rocking and we're rolling. Best praise and worship Mm -hmm. time. The Lord Jesus Christ said, which week do you want to drink from? I said, week 33, 33. Mm -hmm. And began to drink the glory out of the eternity of the eternities, the Shekinah of the King of Glory coming down Mm -hmm. upon your crown to remove your frown. Amen. In Jesus' name, and turn it around. Amen. And it's going to smash that black bird of black netza that's keeping <laughs> you down. Holy. Hot and netza are supposed to nourish Yasad and Malkut to help you rise. But when you're under the clippeth and you're under that influence and those familiar spirits, it barrels down upon you to keep you from rising. That's why for some of you, it's hard to go up. That's the only reason. It's We're going to keep round things. one in master class sophomore year because it's a confrontation with the principalities at this rung of Had of Berea. Mm-hmm. Just so you know, in the future, when millions of people begin living on the stars of the Kabbalah of Jesus Christ, the Messiah, King, maker of stars and earth, and people begin to come out of the darkness into the light and live in the heavenlies all the time, as Jesus Christ commands you in Revelation 4.1, mm-hmm. and they begin to go back into the school and read about it and see mm-hmm. all the pine, pioneering works that have been recorded for mm-hmm. everyone. Recorded history. <laughs> so I want you to make sure when you hear the lessons, you apply it to yourself. It's easy to just say, yes, yes, okay. This is how thick the deception gets. We have multiple reports back that it, it can be about everybody else except for the self. Oh, well, I've known this person for so many years. Oh, that's my... Well, they're like a brother to me. They're like a sister to me. It's this... 
brotherly, sisterly love. That's Black Netza. That's Black Hod. They got them even living together now. And just as friends, of course. Right. We see it. And they're in our love. And I'm just like, man, you guys are off. <laughs> Jezebel's got you completely pinned down and under her tower. Y'all need to repent big time. Right. Loose. And those are the easy ones to see. But the more <laughs> subtle ones, we literally had an RLMer, like just th within a day or two after us establishing that righteousness, already going back and texting their ex-wife. It was like, wait, what if we just establish this because it doesn't apply to, oh, yeah, well, that's nice, but it doesn't apply to me. Mm. You know, it's like people, oh, it, it's benign. We're not talking about anything, you know, we're not talking about anything sexual. It's just a thing. You don't understand how subtle the enemy is. And if you go into rigid righteousness and you live a holy, set-apart life that's completely other than your American culture, that's just so comfortable. You know, the truth is you so do have to become like, mm -hmm. a little bit more pharisaical. <laughs> and you don't want to hear that, but it's the truth anyhow. Some of you like to hear that. <laughs> You know, and I, I know some of you are shocked right now, grabbing your chest. I can't believe you Lord said that. It's, good. it's good. true because Jesus said you can do what the Pharisees are doing. Just don't be what they are in their hearts because they're portals to the clippeth of the fallen angel Satans of, you know, black Kabbalah. They called it Saturn and Pan and Molech and all the demon gods. But they had understanding of using oral tradition to ascend the one third stars, even in the Sanhedrin. And they were knowingly doing it. That's why Herod wanted to kill Messiah. But mm -hmm. he's the king of Israel. No, you're not the king of Israel. You're the mm -hmm. king of hell. He's the king of hell, not the king of Israel. So you're dealing with kings and queens of hell. And mm -hmm. then people start to get into Christianity, Jesus Christ, the Holy Ghost, and the mm -hmm. light. And they just these kings and queens of hell just come over your head and come over your house and your life and your marketplace. Mm -hmm. Put all these limitations on you that they themselves don't obey. And next thing you know, you're like in Egypt building bricks mm -hmm. with less straw. Right. And I want to give you guys some wisdom, too, because we're not going into the Dark Ages. We're not going into uh, being Amish. We're not. <laughs> it's This is not. I'm going to be a Pharisee. The not, Pharisees like Paul. Yes. This is not like a gender like segregation <laughs> of, of sorts. So I want to give you some wisdom because as soon as I shared some real life examples with the women, it it kind of broke that religious pressure off. And like, oh, yeah, it's like really simple. Because when sometimes when we talk about these things, because you have the demonic influence still above you, mm. it feels like pressure and, oh, how can I perform? And what if I mess up? Or how do I know? But when you see that real life example, it's so easy. Like, oh, Living yeah. epistles read of all men, it is written. Amen. So uh, just a couple of real life examples. When you're going to be dealing with the opposite sex, if it comes to a private messenger, there's only two occasions this is ever going to happen. That's if you are already walking in Joel's army as a ranking soldier with responsibility and or authority. And those two things are business and number two, military, right? So the only time you're ever going to see something in your inbox direct message from the opposite sex is as a soldier, a faithful soldier of RLM, global army, Joel's army, is number one, business, and number two, military. And what do I mean by that? Military does not mean, pray for me, pray for me, I just need to confess my sin to you. Mm -hmm. Can you pray for me? I just have this thing happening. No. Go to your squadron of men. Go to your squadron of women. Or in the Joel's army, right, when you have the Joel's army group, it's an open field there so that you can say, hey, I need prayer support over here. Or 
let's pray for this for the global team. It's in the open. There's light. Because when you're under you're Netza, you're darkness. full of lust. Right. And you're full of lust, and you can't <laughs> even deal with it until yeah. you ascend the secret stairway in the sky. When you're walking on sapphire stones, the fiery stones, just like Isaiah 6, deals with your lust. Mm-hmm. The issue is you, Christians, have not dealt with your lust. Yeah. A lot of it's just buried on the inside. Under they religion. Try, they try to bury it under religion. Mm-hmm. And the Shekinah bring it out, you start lusting like crazy when you get around light and you just mm-hmm. blame the person that's bringing the light for causing you to sin. No, you're, you're, just full, revealing. Of, you're full of mm-hmm. Satan and religion. The issue is the light is to peel all that stony crag and dust of the earth off of you and all of your human nature just burn it into the lake of fire and then Christ in mm-hmm. you the hope of glory gets realized he becomes mm-hmm. your purity he ascended to the father that's the way walk in it amen I want to give you these two uh, real life examples in those two categories remember that first category it's business and number two that other category is military so let's go into the category of business when am I ever going to see a message from the opposite sex in the form of business as it pertains to global strategy or maybe you're an entrepreneur, you're a CEO, you're going to have to be giving commands. But this will also, this wisdom will protect you from being led astray by the wayward man, by the wayward woman, and destroying your destiny because it's a fallen world, we have to deal with it. But this is the wisdom that can help preserve and save your destiny as we go through it. So. A real-life example uh, we had in the women's group putting together lists of resources, fixing any broken links, things like that, organizing stuff together. Ladies, you know how we, how we do it. Go back through, refine it, put it together. But we needed somebody who had a different set of skills that could put it together in a nice way with, you know, we're working on these different projects, right? And so the Holy Spirit, now again, this is the Holy Spirit, highlights a name and a face to me and it was one of the men so this is what I do take the take the materials and give someone who is already operating on assignment who can receive tasks and orders take the material give the task give the assignment here it is and this is what I'm asking you to do and as soon as I message this person he said that's perfect I'm actually already working on that exact thing right now because the Holy Spirit already led me to do it and then that's it that's the end of discussion mm-hmm. it doesn't go on and oh you know because the temptation because you're mm-hmm. all in the spirit yep it's you're only all business. synchronized because you're in the path of lightnings yep. you're in the flow of emanations <laughs> you're in the river of life when no. you're in the river of life you're in the union with the whole army of God but if you're not doing your job you're not in the river of life and what happens is the river of life comes down from the moon and rains upon the earth and we say, oh, everyone on earth is in the river of life. Kumbaya, brother. <laughs> but that doesn't mean anyone is obedient to it unless they get under its direct orders mm-hmm. of Jesus Christ. So that's the discipline. Because the Bible says the reign of the Shekinah glory reigns over the whole earth. The just and the unjust, the righteous and the wicked. The wicked <laughs> use it for rebellion. Whoa. The wicked use it for wrongdoing. Man, this feels so good to preach against this stuff. I feel my whole <laughs> spinal cord is lit up right now. But the thing is, is when it comes directly <laughs> down from God, look at Jesus Christ, the Messiah. 
He was raining on all of Israel. He went around town to town raining the glory of God. He says, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. I'm coming with all the Shekinah glory of the Father. These are all scriptures. But why didn't they get under his alignment? Because their hearts were under the fallen angels because they loved the wages of sin and darkness and religion. They loved the human sinful nature more than the Christian nature that requires submission to the authority of Christianity, who is Jesus mm. Christ and his apostles and prophets. Mm. You read Revelation, it says, <laughs> God's judging the wicked on account of Jesus. No, that's not what it says. On account of the spirits of the prophets and apostles is what the Bible says, because they're the ones submitted to his authority. They're the ones flowing in the river coming down the path of lightnings. Amen. Moses walked on sapphire stones to who? To Jesus. Jesus came down sapphire stones in the Holy Spirit and was born in a woman's belly, born out of a woman's belly. That's how he came to earth. So the same way he descended later on with his body, he ascended mm -hmm. the same exact path. He's the one that discipled Enoch, right? Enoch mm -hmm. began to please Jesus and was taken. Why? Because he began to walk in the highway of holiness. Notice the Bible says, Isaiah 35, the highway of holiness, there's no unclean thing. Why? Because you're completely circumcised of religion, darkness, demons, mm -hmm. selfishness, ideologies, dogmas, dead religion. You're circumcised from all the sourness of do's and don'ts and the curse of the fall and the curse of the law. And you begin to walk with the living Lord Jesus. Whoever obeys the Holy Ghost, Galatians says, fulfills the entire law. So how is the law fulfilled entirely? By walking with the Holy Ghost up sapphire stones. What's the war right now? The war is those going on sapphire stones versus those that have gone on the clippeth. Mm -hmm. And then down on the earth is the multitudes called multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision, it is written. So you have the high-ranking apostolic and the high-ranking prophetic, the most mature apostles in the world, on the sapphire stones already, way up in the upper sephirot. You have the clippeth and all the sorcerers of Babylon way up on the one-third of the stars that fell from heaven, also corresponding to some of those rungs of weeks, but they're not in heaven, they're in hell. As it's written, the dragon's tail swept one-third of the stars. They're all in the second heavens. The Bible says Jesus went up into the second heavens too. The issue is, did you take out the enemy when he went up? Or did the enemy take you out when you went up? Right? So here's the issue. We're going up on the path of lightnings, taking out the enemy, and that's why they're squirming like crazy. They're squirming like toads. The Bible says the false prophet be thrown into the lake of fire. The lake of fire is the place of burning foreskins. The place of burning, circumcised areas of your spirit and your soul and your mind that Jesus Christ has consecrated you from, that you're no longer walking in darkness. Now we're at circumcised completely and perfectly. There's light there. What kind of light? The light that is of God. God is Shekinah light in him. There is no darkness at all. And everything that was darkness in that place goes into the lake of fire. Now be separate, separated <laughs> from the foreskin so that you don't go with it That's right. into the lake of fire. If you reject the circumcision, you go into the lake of fire. And this is the circumcision 
quit texting the opposite sex mm. and stop desiring friendships and human companionship and all the, just so much idolatry of the human realm and what it is it's a manifestation of your lack of being nourished by Shekinah but the foreskin has to be removed from the sapphire stone for you to receive that emanation that nourishment that you desire so if you keep going after in the foreskin you go with the lake of fire but if you allow the word of god to cut that it's like ow ow for three days oh 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 so sore three days later you're fine yeah Bro, now you're... it's just light beaming out of you so this is why i want to clarify <laughs> that those oh, two a little more so what we talked about again real life real life examples of this so that you have the wisdom so it's not just some esoteric thing concealed from you like it's a a teaching you can't understand it's very just very realistic basic understanding of how you can implement this practically we talked about business and we talked about military the business i give you that one example if you have to deal some of you are going to be helping us as we go to cities as we go to nations coordinating things media management all kinds of things like that so one of the temptations you're going to have and other people are going to have towards you even if you're walking in extreme holiness and righteousness is when you begin to delegate tasks or work or send the information we're creating a platform now where you don't have to do that it can be in light in a group but if there's the occasion where something like that has to happen we're contacting a media you know manager or something like that the temptation is for the person once they're comfortable because you sent them the information you needed sent that was your assignment mm -hmm. they might come back and say oh i had this dream can you tell me what it means nope you know what for a man i don't interpret your dreams i don't pray for you one-on-one -on -one. that because my trying to help in that arena in a private messaging or one-on-one -on -one individual scenario will actually hurt you and not help you no matter how high up the rungs I go. Does that make sense? Do you understand? Truth in We had an actual real-life scenario where someone got to have this learning opportunity. When they tried to do that to me, I simply kindly said, you need male help and authority to help you with this. Please go to one of the male leaders with this and they can give you the help and deliverance that you need within just the next few hours of this that not even that long playing out he did it chose not to be offended and got the breakthrough because it came from the male leadership the demons begin to scream around him and they said audibly he's going to rise too fast they were terrified that he decided to obey and not go to a woman anymore for spiritual help, but a man. Oh, hallelujah. So when the women go to the woman for help, the men go to the man, the demons freak out about your rising. Now write that in your notes. Come on. Yep. Get rid of those familiar demons. People, you're, you might hurt someone's feelings. They might get offended. Who cares? What's more important? Their offense or Jesus is being pleased with you for rising on sapphire stones. Are you going to give up your place in the sun over one inbox message mm. over some old relationship that has nothing to do with anything please the holy spirit through delegated oh. authority that's yeah. walking on sapphire stones this is really what you're dealing with right yeah. now and 
Here we go again. A good soldier is trained to follow orders without questioning his commander from the famous deliverance book, Pigs in the Parlor, written in the 70s from the Pentecostal Church of the USA. Now we want to say, well, my commander is my individual relationship with the Holy Spirit. No. Your individual Holy Spirit is a familiar spirit. If your individual Holy Spirit is not the same Holy Spirit as the prophets and apostles on the top of the mountain in the sapphire stones, it's a familiar spirit 100% of the time. On the earth, with everyone having their own individual relationship with Jesus, their own individual Holy Spirit, with no one submitted to authority, you are only, listen now, only, and I can see everyone squirming, you're only dealing with familiars. Those people, listen to me, those are the familiars. That's the false Holy Spirits. False Holy Spirits are the familiars that tell you something contrary to the true apostolic and prophetic authority, authority that's called the head of the body. So they're trying to disconnect you from the head. So you have millions of familiar spirits telling you that the Holy Ghost right now, and everyone has an individual interpretation. What's it forbidden, according to Apostle, the rock, mm. it's forbidden to have an individual interpretation of Scripture and the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit. And even when a prophet releases a prophecy, it's subject to the other prophets and it must submit to the apostolic according to the New Testament, according to the laws of the New Covenant. And so we have all this out-of-order rebellious crap in America where they just say, well, that's your opinion, that's your interpretation. No, that's your familiar demons because you're in rebellion against apostolic government of sapphire stones and it's really showing. It's really showing. So if you want true deliverance, you're going to have to learn how to submit to mountain authority. Don't slip, submit to clippeth authority. We're not asking you to submit to demons or religious people or wicked Pharisees, whitewashed tombs. No, you submit to those who are anointed, tried, true, and proven, real prophets and apostles, just like everyone who's in leadership had to do for decades, mm -hmm. usually before they're appointed in a position of power and authority over others in the kingdom of heaven. And that's how mm -hmm. it works. And what it does is it totally disregards mm -hmm. the authority system of the clippeth of the Satans. Mm -hmm. And clippeth of Satans is a word for the principalities. It's understanding the structure of the principalities of Ephesians 6, we war not against flesh and blood only, mostly, as you can mm -hmm. see with a lot of family members and things. Mm -hmm. As Jesus Christ said, your enemies will be the members of your own household. That's red letters. That's mm -hmm. red letters. Truth anyhow. But the clippeth is the organizational structure of the fallen angel mm -hmm. principalities known as the Satans in First Enoch. Enoch calls them Satans. We say, well, we don't have that terminology. You need to. That whole book is for the far off and remote generation for when all the wicked, Satan's, clippeth, are to be removed. A lot of times we don't have enough Enochian wisdom to deal with our current situation because we're in the seventh mm -hmm. week. We're in the seventh week. You know what's some good Enochian wisdom <laughs> dealing with the commanding of the armies? The apostolic is your commander. Can we look at that picture one more time? 
The apostolic authority sent by Jesus Christ is your commander in the earth and on sapphire stones as we rise. Every military has a structure and an order, and without that structure and order, the military cannot function. That is why the enemy has so heavily targeted the structure of the military of God's people forming in rank and in order corresponding to the angels. Because if they target that, they understand they could weaken God's army. There wouldn't be any organization. It stops the flow of lightnings coming down Mm -hmm. from the path of lightnings because you're not under the authority. If you were, you'd be fully energized for every task the Holy Mm -hmm. Spirit ever asked you to do. Yeah. If you're struggling, it's because you're not where you're supposed to be in the body and you're not receiving the orders or the correction or the instruction. The demons turn you against the God-given authority, so Mm -hmm. there's no chance that you can ever get into the glory. Right, and then you're not (laughs) going to be energized. You're only going to be a thief of glory, constantly running out of energy, running out of ideas, running out of time, running out of money. Job 29, when Mm -hmm. God had me sit as judge at the gate of the city, it is written, and Job ain't God. Job's the son of God. Amen? Now, the Bible says in Job 29 that Yadevave anointed Job to sit as judge, archon, at the gate of the city. You know what that means? It's a gatekeeper of glory. It's a gatekeeper of a city-wide influence of minds through the brainstem, which is the door into the soul. Truth, anyhow. Deal with reality. Sorcerer knows all this stuff. About time the Christians know this stuff. Put fresh oil on your head, Jesus Christ said. Why? So the enemy can't come in. Amen? Put fresh oil on your head. It is written. Oh, yeah. I want to speak on the prophetic tools just for a moment. The oil and things like communion, prayer, the laying on of hands. These are all New Testament prophetic tools. What are prophetic tools for? Let's look at the New World's chart. So wherever you are on your journey on sapphire stones, what prophetic tools are are tools to help you deal with that gap in between the top of the 10 weeks and where you're at currently. So when you're praying, when you're praying over your gates or you're praying and if you feel the witchcraft or the enemy coming against you, here's the thing. If you are perfect and without sin, nothing's going to alight on you anytime ever. Because you're perfect and without sin. Mm-hmm. Congratulations if that's you. Yeah. Please, please come. Join the, please join please the help. men's group. Join the men's group. Hey, you don't even have to register. This journey, you'll get there no, eventually. You have to register. Register. You have to register. www.rlm.tv. Even if you're perfect, you got to register. Yes, even if you're perfect. Amen. All right, amen. So... That Whatever the gap is between you being perfected without sin and without offense, the gap is how many sapphire stone worlds you have to conquer yet until that 10th week perfection accurately of Jesus Christ. So the prophetic tools help you. So let's say just for example, uh, we had uh, some kind of, you know, sorcerer, some kind of Masonic activity going on and I could feel it trying to land... Uh, you know, they try to land these little insignias. We I talk- rebuke the sorcerers of Babylon. Yeah. So they have all the kind of little things they do. And so I put my hand on the back of my neck there. And I had released right the Shekinah. It's right where your hair meets the back of your neck. Brain right stem. 
Right where if you're in Make, the Matrix. Matrix, Matrix yeah, where they unplug you. Yeah, that, that's exactly. where it is. Truth or not. The movie was real. <laughs> we knew it. I know, I know. Amen, yeah, it's amen. pretty accurate. So, but I released the Shekinah and I felt it start to release because it's the Shekinah and the glory is coming out of my hands. I could see it. And so I put it there, but it I still felt it needed a little Health bit juice. more. And I said, how come this isn't enough coming out of my hands right now for this? And the Lord showed me, you still have this ways to go on the on the sapphire stones. You've gotten up so high, that's really good, but there's still, you still have sin. That's why we constantly forgive each other's uh, sins because the measure all the Christian witches, right? Because because <laughs> we're burning up all the Christian yeah. witches. So the measure of sins that you're currently under are the ones that you haven't circumcised because Satan's kingdom is in the flesh the foreskin represents the flesh the kingdom of the enemy and when that hasn't been circumcised off of the sapphire stones that's the measure the sin is above you those are mm -hmm. the sins that are still over your head yeah the accuser right so when they come you want to be walking in repentance forgiving others and having your sins and forgive forgiven. yourself and forgive others it's called love your neighbor as yourself mm -hmm. Have a drink of right? that. So prophetic tools like the oil. When something like that is coming and it's doing a pretty good job what I'm doing so far, but I need there's there's still something there. Take the oil, you say the prayer, and the oil acts as like a conduit. Right? If you notice way thousands of years ago in our prior lives, both of us, before we even met each other, would turn on water sometimes when the air was dry mm. and boil water to saturate the air and pray in tongues. Humidifiers, vaporizers. Yeah. I was a, a, a young living essential oil salesman for years. <laughs> I had diffusers in every room of the house. So the natural <laughs> substances, like if you notice, if you go and soak in like a salt room, you might have a spiritual experience because you're being quiet, you're being meditative. But God put a special grace uh, in the world of in the world of action, Isaiah, Malkut, where you live. The grace that God put it's from God. It didn't just come from nature on its own. God put it there. God put love into the orange trees so that when you eat the vi the orange, you have vitamin C and it helps give you. Religious health. spirit separates mm -hmm. nature from the Creator. Be like, well, God ain't in nature. I can deal with this phone but god's not in the phone god bible says god's in everything let's look the at the issue new is your unbelief chart. separates you from god yeah let's look at the new world's chart again this is so cool so god loves the world he wants <laughs> you to do really well and there's so many problems he's got a perfect solution by sending his perfect son jesus now to keep you alive in the meantime he made earth's atmosphere so that even after the curse of the fall the sun doesn't just burn you up you can't it's not like those Hollywood movies where you walk out and like the desert sun will like kill you uh, if you just even walk out into it. Yeah, that's why no one lives in Death Valley. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, he, he made trees, there's fruit, there's vegetables, we can have farmers, you know. Everybody wants to live in like Florida. Yeah, because <laughs> it's the most like <laughs> Florida. The oranges. <laughs> So look at the emanations here, the very top. The closer you get to the light, the less filtered it is. These are all filters. 
It filters out more of God's light so that people on the earth can still experience God and not die in their sin until they come to repentance. That's what time is for in the earth. So all those emanations coming down, there's still a little bit of that left by the time it gets into that orange tree. From the emanations down through the sun and then into the earth. And you can eat oranges and have vitamin C. And so what do you do? Oh, I'm not feeling well. Oh, here. Take some of these vitamin C pills that came from, what is it? Made with rose hips is the good one. Yeah, you guys know. Like, yeah, that's the good one. <laughs> Drink a bunch of water. Get some rest. Pray. Yeah, probably the read light your Bible. of the sun is also spiritual and natural. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to have a demon on you to separate the spiritual and the natural in the sun because the sun is part of the path of lightnings if you read genesis 1 it says that right it literally says that it's a government of light sun mm -hmm. by day government of moon moon by night so there's a governing supernal order established in scripture the issue is christians are often taught witchcraft yep. Instead of how to practice the Holy Ghost and the blood of Jesus mm -hmm. and what he actually walked in. So they're walking around like whitewashed tombs and dead men's <laughs> bones instead of just walking on sapphire stones. So let's get some clarity. on. Let's your, go. So let's get some clarity on your prophetic tools <laughs> so that you don't just go off into your religious spirit with it. This is a, this is it's very easy. It's no very rebellion simple. and no religion. It's a narrow right. path. It's very easy. It's very simple. Mm hmm. When you have your prophetic tools, like the anointing oil, this is just an example. If you are God inside minded, which we all are here, we're aware of God, we're realizing to a great and greater degree, Christ within us, the hope of realizing the glory, and you're going up sapphire stones, that is the only thing that gives value to your prophetic tool. So in, there's been, there was a case in the fifth mansion of the first world, right, Mahalalel, Gevra of Isaiah, when I went in there, it was dealing with a lot of the black lightning seraphim of the lower worlds. Like, there are seraphim of the higher worlds. There are also seraphim of the lower worlds. So, dealing with the black seraphim, their wicked lightning was trying to actually give me a heart attack and kill me physically. And I could feel it happening. They were trying to give me a heart attack. Had my confirming GTs as it's trying to give me a heart attack. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's when I had... I had that's another good time. Again, military is when I would talk to, um, you know, I'm. it's nighttime and I'm alone, awake, and I, they're going to try and kill me. And so um, Prophet Shadrach, he was awake and the other side of the world. You know, hey, they're trying to kill me right now. This is like happening right now. <laughs> they're trying to kill me with a heart attack. And he was the one who told me about the prophetic tool of the oil. Now, when he told me this, I'm going to be honest with you, it first irritated me a little bit, but I couldn't be too irritated because you're trying to kill me. <laughs> yeah. When you're about to have a heart attack and die. But I engage in Torah eight hours a day. But I'm God-inside-minded. God I, I, I already, I already um, repented. Did, well, where, where, is the, where, the, where is the olive oil, though? <laughs> right, so I had already repented from using external uh, olive oils and doing mm. all the other kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, I already done made fun of the grandmas with the Crisco. Crisco gone crazy. You know, gone crazy. So I'd already repented of that. So it somewhat irritated, but then I noticed, because we have training, 
oh, the fact that this irritates me means I need a greater repentance. I'm going to have to repent how I originally repented. Mm -hmm. So I grabbed that. You're going to have to repent. Yeah, you're going to have to repent. Oh, of I, how you're repenting right now. Exactly. Amen. And on and on and on. It just keeps going up just and keeps you get, going. become a best repenter overload. Yeah, repentathon. <laughs> repentathon. That's what walking on sapphire stones really is. is. That's what I joke around with my angels. Like, yeah, repentathon continues. There we go. So I grabbed that oil and I said this prayer and then I put it on my back of my neck and Bam, psh, that demon shot up, hit the light, busted the LED light, 10-year mm. warranty light on the way out, flickered, psh, gone, and the, <clears throat> the attack stopped. I chilled out, drank some water, yep. and I, I took care of my nefesh. I took an aspirin. Don't worry, your exorcism's <laughs> next. Bam. And um, See, the ones that don't want, them, want to be exercised are the ones angry about it. Why? Because mm -hmm. they've fully given their soul to mm -hmm. the demon already. So the prophetic tools only have value when we're God inside minded on sapphire stones and it helps to make up that gap for where we haven't overcome the sins that are still above us on sapphire stones. So, uh, And you know when you're in darkness, yeah. the Bible says you'll judge those in light. Mm -hmm. the, the Bible says that they will automatically, those in darkness, mm -hmm. will judge those in light. That's John chapter 1. That's why so, you got to be really careful what you think about people going up ahead of you on Sapphire Stones because guys, it's really tempting. You know, welcome to regular yeah. Christianity. You're going to still have to love those in darkness, mistreating you, gossiping about you, slandering, backbiting, making crap up, lying about you, character assassination, telling your family that you're a bad parent when you're doing better than like a whole state combined. All this crap. They, <laughs> we've seen it all. I have seen demons in every aspect of U.S. society fight the Holy Spirit and the Shekinah glory. The issue is the glory just keeps getting bigger because there's some people here that fear God more than man that aren't going to bow to demon-possessed liars. Amen. Amen. All right, so on on these notes of overcoming, we got so we have prophetic tools down. So now you know how you can use those at home, whether it's communion that you like to do, the anointing oil. It's based off of God inside mindedness on sapphire stones. How you can tell if you get into religion, that's when you're leaning and relying. Like if you're afraid to leave the house before you put Crisco on the back of your neck, you're demon possessed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, it, that's not healthy. Make sure you have a drink of yeah. the 33rd week of Jesus Christ. So we want to have truth and balance on display sure so we're not river. going And you start in the river on the religion. lowest rung, which is right. Malkut of Isaiah, the earth you're born in with your nefesh soul. Yeah. So you find the river on Malkut. And the thing is, you just learn to get more accurate obeying the voice of the river called Elijah Sandophon, who circumcises the earthliness, the old earth out of you after you're born again. You're discipled by Elijah. Mm -hmm. There's never been a Christian in the history of the world that wasn't discipled by Elijah that was filled with the Holy Ghost and making progress towards God. Catherine, mm -hmm. Cumin, Smith, Wigglesworth, everyone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and everyone. you guys, you're going to have to let go of how you think God's going to do it. Bob Jones explained that our idols are the way we think God is going to do it. So where he's going to put the next studio in Florida, where and when he's going to set up the studio in L.A. or in California, when we found a trailer up. park in Tallahassee. <laughs> the yo right, the Yogi Bear trailer <laughs> park. If the Holy Spirit picked that park, we all have to be okay with it, no matter how crazy That's it looks. Right. So we talked about one of the girls, you know, thank Free you. Free septic tank emptying. I was going to say, let's talk about briefly letting go of forms. 
letting go of forms. Uh, one of the women, uh, she was just really tender-hearted and very transparent when talking about external forms, like where I used to live. I used to have this really beautiful, like pink furniture, pink and gold. It looked like a princess couch, princess chair. Really fun, really cool. And the comment was kind of something like, man, I remember I used to be like so like green with envy. Please tell me about those furniture. Like, the, oh, yeah. please tell me you didn't get rid of it. And I was like, oh, this is a great time for apostolic teaching. This is part of the training. You'll have things like that that you love. It's beautiful. It's fun. It healed like a whole realm of childhood. And I had the pleasure of telling her, I went ahead and sold it all. When God said it's time to change forms, change furniture, change locations, when God my gives you pony things, princess set for adults. Yeah, it was really fun. Super fun season. Sold it all. Pretty decent commission too. Yeah, yeah. And it was funny because where the paycheck came from, it was from like Devil's something. So it was like again, it was like paying me back for all. Devil's them. Ranch six. Yeah, <laughs> it was something like that. Yeah. Here's fifty bucks for your Barbie seat. <laughs> That's just how Texas. It is, was pretty man. funny. So we had, we got like multiple checks in the mail and time they make the sales on that it was like the devil I know the devil's got to pay us now you yep. know it was it was cool wealth prophetic. was the wicked coming to the righteous it, it was cool prophetic so but one of the things is is you have to understand when we receive physical items like that yeah it's great but the only thing that gave those things a value in that moment was because it was prophetic That's right. and it was God's will and then as soon as it was God's will okay now I want you to have brown furniture mm -hmm. all brown I was like oh sweet yes awesome new season new forms it was exciting you have to let go yeah there, there's no oh, everything no, I changes can't get as rid you go it. up it all changes so whatever you have stuff tell the Amish right it's gotta go that buggy has gotta go <laughs> what are you doing man we've had Bugattis for 150 years <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, someone got encouraged. Okay. Hallelujah. There might be some idolatry in there, but we'll burn it out. Don't worry. Go up on sapphire stones. You can have a Bugatti when you're in, what is it? What do you want to say? What, what week? Eighth, we eighth, eighth week. week. And when you get to the eighth week yep. with confirming signs and wonders on eighth, eighth Once you get your Yachita, That's actually really accurate. You know, because the Yachita is the fastest animal. It goes, <laughs> zero, zero, That's why it goes so fast. It goes zero to 45 with the accelerator. Yachita. Faster than a Tesla Plaid S. You know that? The acceleration of a cheetah is faster than a Tesla Plaid S, which is the fastest uh, production vehicle in the world right now. It's like 1.9 seconds, 0 to 60. It's funny. Cheetah's made, faster. It's funny so that you your, said that about the cheetah. About speed. I made the same jokes to my angels. That's funny. Okay. All right. Because so. you'd be operating it at, as lightning, like seraphim movement. They're flashing mm -hmm. lightnings. Ezekiel chapter 1, the Bible says... The cherubim are flashing like lightnings around the throne of Jesus Christ. Just release that into your houses. Amen. Bam. So on the forms, so let's let's take a look at that. So from one female's perspective, she was like really honest and she gotten a lot of healing from all this kind of stuff. So but it was a really interesting study. Because when you bring in those kinds of things, usually the human nefesh is going to be, if someone else has it, envious. And if it's your own thing, idolatrous so if it's time to get rid of it they won't be idolatrous mm -hmm. if you're cheating you know why because it's invisible 
They'll be they'll be idolatrous of what the Yachita gets you from the angels right. at that rung right. because they're totally naturally minded. Right. So when it came to the print, pretty princess furniture, it was just <laughs> green with envy. Just I can't even help myself. I'm just I'm envy. Ah, you know, because if the the inner child needs healing, and you're like, oh, I didn't have this when I was a kid, and you know all the stuff. A lot of Christians but don't even have a ruah. What you have to understand is that. In the apostolic where we're walking, we don't actually have those same feelings towards physical items and belongings that anyone who's looking and says, oh, I'm jealous of that or I'm trying not to be jealous of this thing that you have physically, we don't have those same idolatrous feelings. When God said, get rid of it, it was like, okay, at the drop of hat, boom, it's gone. Mm -hmm. That's it because... Make room for no, the new. Out with the old and yeah, the new. Behold, they make all season. things new constantly. So there is no idolatry. So when people are like, oh, you just want this. You guys this just need to that. purge your houses. Yeah. It doesn't make exist. Make room for the glory. You can't walk this walk and have that existence. Purge your hearts you. first. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So like if God's giving you an awesome new car and then he's like, mm, time to get rid of it and do something different. Yep, then it's just like. given it to Red Letter Ministries. Right. Yeah, so if you have like a Bugatti season, maybe you'll have it and it'll be there forever. But if God says, no, it's a different car season, get rid of it and do something else. You know, go get a Tesla We had tank. car giving away glory in the assemblies of God. There were yeah. AG churches that, I mean, we're talking people about using the Ruah soul now, okay? Now, this is what the Spirit of God was saying as Apostle Rebecca was speaking. A lot of Christians are the Sadducees today that have a Nefesh Christian soul. Mm. Now we also have, it's a lesser amount, a lot of Christians that are baptized in the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues, mm -hmm. they have a Ruah soul, mm -hmm. okay? Those are the Pharisees. Mm -hmm. Pharisees have a Ruah soul, truth anyhow. Yeah, Trust that, me, that we know true. because we went through the whole system. We had, all, we had all the Pharisee stuff dealt with in us too, it's just like you. So don't sit there and gnash your teeth at us. Mm -hmm. We gnashed our teeth already enough. <laughs> We've done enough gnashing. We've gnashed enough for you to not gnash. Right, come on. Come on. Come on. Amen. Amen. So now it's just about refining both the Nefesh, the Sadducees, and the Ruah, the Pharisees, to get under the ladder of righteousness in the sapphire stone government of the secret stairway, getting under the river of life in a straight way, not a crooked way. Crooked means individual interpretation. So you're crooked, you're rebellious. Straight means you're straight under the path of lightnings. Make straight the way, Lord, means come under the authority in which the straight way flows directly down from Yasad to Malkut. Mm -hmm. A crooked Ruah, Pharisee, charismatic Christian, mm -hmm. will be out of the straight way abusing the Shekinah, abusing the things of the Holy Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit, and they're in the crooked way. Mm -hmm. There, the truth right now, I'll be perfectly honest with you, most Rua souls are in the crooked way. Mm -hmm. It's probably 99% because the teaching is so bad, bad in the seventh church of Laodicea, according to Revelation chapter 3. It'll be so horrible how watered down they are having all the things of God, but still in the crooked way. That's the Laodicean church, seventh church of Revelation chapter 3. Straight way is come straight up here, Revelation 4.1. That's the 8th church of Revelation. So we're in 8th church. Mm -hmm. Rebecca and I are in apostolic order, in righteousness, the path of righteousness, the path of lightnings. And what that does, as you can see in your lives and everyone around your lives and everyone online watching around the world, it exposes the crookedness 
literally of everyone that says they're straight and narrow, but is still crooked and self-willed and stubborn and rebellious and using the things of God for self. And they begin to make excuses. They begin to condemn, weep and gnash their teeth. All the bad fruit begins to come out. And you're not condemning them. You're actually just showing them the true way. You're showing them the straight way. And what that does, it reveals the crookedness. Judgment comes first to the house of God to reveal the crooked way, the way of religion, the Mm -hmm. wide path of death, of being a self-righteous religionist. Mm -hmm. That has to be fully revealed in the charismatic church, Mm -hmm. in the signs and wonders glory stream church. Then when the straight way is seen, how straight it is, is it? Here's what the Lord said to me. It's as straight as a young believer on earth looking up and seeing God in the 10th week. Stephen did it. He was in his early 20s. He wasn't an apostle. The Bible says he was helping serve tables. He was like a Wendy's worker. He worked at McDonald's. That was the equivalent. But because he was amongst the 12 apostles in the church of Jerusalem, he had wisdom. So a young boy, a young man, could see all the way up to the throne of God. That's how clear the wisdom was at the church of Jerusalem. The reason why you don't have that, we do. We see God every day. As it's written, the pure in heart will see God. When was the last time you saw God? Jesus Christ said, you'll see God continuously. That's red letters, Matthew chapter 5. If you're not seeing God, it's because you're crooked. You're rebellious Mm. or you're religious. Straighten your heart, circumcise your heart, until you're under the straightway of the path of lightnings all the way down, and you'll see all the ten weeks all the way up to the very throne of Jesus and the Father in your infancy. So the path should be revealed before you, as is written in Psalms 119. Your word illumines my path. It's a light unto my feet, right? And it illuminates the path. The reason why you can't see the path is because there's crookedness in you from lack of circumcision. And the truth of it is, it's all lust. Mm -hmm. All kind of secret lust and covering up and I'm doing the best I can, grace abound stuff. No, it's all that false love. It's all that lust and it's some pride. But God is really hammering the lust. You have to get all the lust out. And when you do, what does the Bible say? Who can ascend the mountain of the Lord? He who has clean hands and what kind of heart? A pure heart. Therefore, the pure in heart see God. Why? Because the mountain goes all the way up to the very throne of God. That brings, amen. amen. Thank you. That brings us to point number two of the only possible communications that you're going to be having with the opposite sex as a not usually even as a soldier unless you have a specific apostolic commandment given to you to fulfill a task we talked about number one business number two was military be careful with that second one military because if you just go okay military that's fine you're going to have all kinds of demons in your inbox and they oh, it's, it's important that we pray together. Nope. No, it is not. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely not. I want to give you a real life example of the difference and how to separate that. We talked about those rare occasions where you're going to have to deal with the opposite sex. This is something that I do in my position very rarely, very rarely it might have to do with you know, like a financial thing. We have to send something to Africa or something like that. Let me give you this one specific example. We had a clear picture from God coming in 
this was going to be something we needed to pray against coming into August. And it was, I was standing at my post and I sent the download from heaven to Shadrach, right? He, as an apostle and a prophet, and he's in charge of the praying uh, widows over there. <laughs> so I said, this is our battle strategy. This is what the enemy is planning. So let's make sure we do this between this and this date. And those are military secrets. So I'm not telling you exactly what that is. So I sent that to him specifically. Mm. Around the same time, I was praying for him personally, but I was not messaging him my prayers for him. Right? So you can pray for the people. So I would include, this is the military strategy commandment coming down from the throne room of heaven. This is what the army of God needs to do. Send it, and that's done. Mm -hmm. Now, in my own personal prayer time, which was right around that time, I did not send it, but my own prayers for him was, let his feet be firmly established on the moon. He's going to rise. I'm prophesying. I'm praying over his destiny. But I'm not going to go in there and said, you know, start prophesying and saying, this is your destiny. I'm praying for you to be on the moon. Never get into spiritual conversation with the opposite sex about trying to help them, pray for them. Yeah, no That's an open love. door for Satan. He may seem innocent and actually might seem like a good thing. And you know what Rebecca is explaining mm -hmm. to you? Angelic protocol mm -hmm. that goes all the way up the path of lightnings to the throne of God. That's all it is. You're being assimilated to what the holy angels walk in all the time. Mm -hmm. And it's so foreign to your earthly Christian backslidden Laodicean culture that you think it's so religious and rigid and it's so irritating. <laughs> no, it's because you're so full of sin mm -hmm. and darkness and lust that the angelic protocol, that's standard procedure for everyone mm -hmm. in the body of Christ, seems religious to you. The issue is you're being discipled into a place called the kingdom of mm -hmm. heaven. This is how all the angels in the kingdom of heaven are all the time. It's only new to you because you're coming out of the kingdom of hell. Amen. Amen. You think <laughs> Archangel Michael or Gabriel is going to stand here and text message me? And on just this for you, and then this and this for you, and I'm just praying for you. They're gonna be like this. The Lord says this, this, and this, that, that. Yeah. And how did be, Gabriel a gentle... talk to Mary? Yeah. I mean, that's there's the that's message. How it, it's clear. That's how you talk. That's how you walk. Yeah. The archangels are for instructing you how to have a conduct of behavior mm -hmm. so that when you're in Jerusalem, you can do as the King of the Jews does, Jesus mm -hmm. Christ, Messiah. Bam. Oh man, if you want to hear <laughs> the best archangel, what do you want to call it, rebuke of the Satans of all time, I can't remember if it was like Michael or Uriel or Gabriel, it was one of those three, it's in Paradise Lost, how he, tell, like, how he tells off Lucifer mm. in the proper way as a perfect angel of God, I was just blown away, I was like, Oh, that was that's genius! I gotta learn how to talk like that. I gotta learn how to read like that. Required reading, Paradise Lost. Yeah, that'll encourage a lot of you, man. man. Especially if you like poetry, um, epic poem, epic battles, and but that one snippet where they—it was just one as of those three they rebuked him. Heaven the bride. Because they never veer over into being like the accuser, and you could see how he was being slippery and slimy and trying to like. In in um, what do you call it? incriminate God in some way the way he was speaking and they just were so exact and razor sharp just psh, 
Samuel the Accuser. Oh man, terrible! I was like genius. These archangels are genius. Michael just beats him up every time, doesn't he? He's not even done beating him up. You guys, you'd be surprised. Archangel Michael is still beating up Samuel. Anytime they have an encounter, he wins every match. As you rise, you'll see when you get to those rungs, the archangels begin to beat up the devils Mm -hmm. and the serpents and the snakes and everything. It's just, it's a slaughter every time. Mm -hmm. The only issue is getting it slaughtered out of your heart and mind Mm -hmm. first. So you're in the protocol agreement of the holy angels. Then you just go on autopilot. But if you're against the protocol of the angels, you'll never even make it to the moon. Because you're choosing earthly religion. It's Mm -hmm. impossible to rise unless you're in agreement with the angels. Where is that written? Glad you asked. Hebrews. Mm -hmm. Ministering spirits sent Mm -hmm. to help you inherit salvation. What's salvation? I am ascending to my father and your father. Which What's the way? Ascension. Not just the death. Not just the burial. Not just the resurrection. He ascended on high. That's the part of Christianity we really have missed, isn't it? We like got the blood of Jesus stuff down in the earth and we're drinking all the blood and pleading the blood and believing in the blood. But why don't you use the blood to get up into the heavenlies? Yeah, I noticed in most of those churches, in most of those Amen. churches, the ladies will be pleading the blood, prayer moms, but the but I all noticed on earth. that. And on top of that, one thing I noticed over the years of meeting some of these people is almost always the woman she would have an unspiritual husband or who she thought was mm. unspiritual, and there'd always be a man in her life who was Ahab. like. And there would always be like a man in her life who was not her husband, who was like the more spiritual man in her life, and they were like the prayer like they were like the parent the spiritual parents it's jezebel and ahab every, every time. time every single time you'll find a jezebel you always find another ahab it's like that they're always in pairs and they're always unclean but you get a covenant you're a pair mm-hmm. but at the a same time they the gave holy me ghost and the blood of jesus and if you start getting obedient you stay clean just stay clean as your eyes mm-hmm. and the interesting thing for me was i even went to one of those churches to a meeting to go get the baptism of the holy spirit because i was out in a closet somewhere praying like there i didn't i need the lord needed to get me around some people who even knew about the baptism but so you had there and i noticed that trend there would always be like the spiritual praying wife would always be married to an unspiritual man and then she would always be like buddy buddy best friends with like the other prayer guy controlling the finances at home so Mm -hmm. the church never gets anything out of it Mm -hmm. and it's this ahab down there and jezebel at church yep and there'd always be some dude next to her churches right there but the same time amen yeah but it was strange to me because they're the ones who recommended the benny hinn good morning holy spirit book to me that's how i got the baptism of of the holy spirit but then i noticed as soon as i got in got the baptism holy spirit they gave me good advice. But now we want your Ruah to be a seat so, for Jezebel. So come over here and so, let us control you with the principalities. As soon as I got baptized. Isn't that how it is? Amen. As soon as I got baptized in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit got me out. <laughs> He's like, all right, no, we're done here. That's all you needed. Time to go. I was like, wait a minute. I was just getting into this. This is the best thing ever. What are you talking about? Like, time to go. Time you to know, go. Get out of here. <laughs> you know why? Because the Ruah, you know, we say, oh, yes, the Ruah, the Ruah, the Ruah. No, 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 no. Get to the neshama because i'm taking this ruah up <laughs> sapphire stones to get me a neshama because i'm taking out the clippeth amen, amen. goals <laughs> get to the neshama <laughs> you got to 
Otherwise, you just die down there with a Ruah thinking you're perfect in Pentecostalism, and it's like 1% down payment, the Bible says. 1% down payment. We've been living off of like 1% of what's available during the church age. The kingdom age, which is Revelation 4.1, we start to live off of 10%. We know what 10% is? Getting up into Yetzira. Yeah. Well, let's take a look. Praise God. Yeah, 10% tithe will get you. <laughs> so you look at Asiah, one spirit, you'll get two soul, Asiah of Yetzira. Once you conquer the first world, what is written? Hebrews 1, 2, Jesus Christ created all the worlds, plural, and arranged them in order. Okay? So there's the arrangement order on your right. There's seven worlds. There's three on top of that. We'll teach on those three on top of absolute when we get some people up into at least yet zero. Right now we don't have anyone in the whole world in yet zero, but we're making progress and people are learning. And God does want you to take it more seriously and circumcise your hearts and minds. And we're implementing the structure, the organization, the teachings, the power, the lightnings, the angels, literally everything you need for mm -hmm. life and godliness and success. And so that's why some of you begin to get persecuted a little bit. We'll let that spur you on towards good works to go higher. Amen. Amen. Because the thundering of his Gevrat makes straight the crooked ways in the heart, which is making straight that path of lightning so you don't have a crooked way uh, in the heart. And the heart is deceitful above all things. Why? Because it's a crooked way until that thundering of his Gevrat makes some people straight. so rock solid in the realms of Yetzirah. And you'll have us in much higher runs. Mm, yeah, it's like so, going through... Man, you guys are going to have it so easy. It's like going through spiritual puberty in Yetzirah. You People really haven't emotional. walked on these sapphire stones for thousands of mm. years. It was covered in slime, but we're going yeah. to make sure they're all circumcised for all the 60 million to come up and live on the stars. Amen. Amen. And I want you to make sure you stay calm when you go through Yetzirah. It's, it is kind of like spiritual puberty. You have all kinds of crazy emotions sometimes. Yeah, we'll help you with that. We'll That's why you. we're implementing such structure because mm -hmm. you're going to be dealing with yourself. Mm -hmm. It's not like you're dealing with others. You're just be dealing with you. Mm -hmm. And when you deal with you, you can love others really easily. Amen. Amen. I want to show you something here. You guys know who this is? It's Akiana. You know what's funny? We got an Akiana book in the mail as a gift today as yeah. we were implementing Uploading. the new Akiana picture that she just finished. We love Akiana. She's really used as a prophetess of painting. She probably doesn't call herself a prophetess, but when you're so inspired drawing stuff, that is the prophetic. She's a prophetic painter. When she was a little tiny kid, like four years old, Jesus Christ raptured her into heaven. She had an unbelieving atheist family. And Jesus asked her, will you paint for me? And she said, yes, Lord, I'll paint for you. So since she was like four years old, she's been painting prophetic art. And this is her newest painting. And what's it called? It is called uh, Transcendence. Transcendence. And what's interesting about wow, this. Wow, it's the Yachita. <laughs> well, okay, so I want to tell you a story about this. I saw this before Akian painted this. Mm. She just released this this summer. So, okay. I think this was uh, last year. I saw this place in the heavenlies. And how I got to the place to see this, I want to tell you about this. Okay, so this is called Transcendence. And what did we talk about? 
last time about the world of absolute. The world of absolute, the entire concept of eminence as opposed to transcendence, is first evident in the world of absolute. And it was like the day of or the day before this came out that uh, we talked about this live on Joel's bar. The transcendence of God means that God is outside of humanity's full experience, perception, or grasp. Now, the eminence of God means that he is knowable, perceivable, or graspable. Now, what Akian doesn't know is this scene right here that she's looking at, which I've already seen this uh, last year. This is a place in the spirit. Does anyone remember the notebook that's sold on the Beezleboo website that some of the women got? Do you remember the picture from the Training in Righteousness? I've got it here. I think maybe next week we'll hook it up so we can put okay. the picture up there. Um, but do you remember it has like the planet Earth, the little seed growing on it, and then it has the Sephiroth, but it has the names of the families of Enoch. This, uh, oh, yeah. this Adam and Seth and Enosh. Uh, Mahalalel and Jared and Enoch and Methuselah and mm. Lamech and Noah all the way up to the 10th week. And you have Lord. the father, son, and it's bright. Wow. Well, you have the son and then you have the father, son. So a thousandfold into the son, a thousandfold over the son is father, son. And then there was a weird thing above that. <laughs> On one side, it looked like a water tornado or funnel. And the other side looked like a, like a water. One was water, one was fire. And there was these windsurfers at the top. <laughs> And I think, was it Brother Jake or somebody asked, why are they windsurfing? <laughs> or somebody asked, why are they windsurfing? And I said, the real question is, why are you not windsurfing? <laughs> and do you remember when I went to, to Houston last year and ended up surfing in the mm, middle of yep. the thing? They had just painted a painting of a girl windsurfer. Mm. And another one, they painted this big giant wave. Mm. The Shekinah glory wave of the, the end wave. Times. And my prophecy when I was under the anointing at that conference you know, surfing during um, Carol and John Arnott's sermon. God bless them for letting me do this that. This water is too hot for the witches to control it. You notice that? Yeah. I like it. And so the whole thing was about that wave. So by the time I left that weekend, all their staff was calling me the wind surfer girl because <laughs> the prophetic painting before I came was the wind surfer. And so they'd already prophesied that I was going to come and deliver that message. And someone else drew the wave that I prophesied about. So they had it all prophesied. They actually gave me... I can me... feel the angel of Bob Ross tonight. Yeah, oh, Bob Ross. I've seen him. In... <laughs> I've seen Bob Ross in heaven. I watch his live on YouTube He sometimes. teaches a painting class, surprisingly. <laughs> he does. <laughs> he actually did on earth as it is in heaven. He was doing his heaven job while he was on earth. That's why he loved it. He had a good job. Amen. Although they were kind of mean to him sometimes about how his timing... They had been nasty, but he yeah, was really patient. He's a better painter now, let's just say that. <laughs> 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 we'll talk about this some other time. But, so we're talking about this this painting, this scene, with the wind surfing. If you look at that picture, above the father's son, you have all the seven lights around him going up into the seventh... It's a pretty dinky supernal, little boat, though. Seventh supernal <laughs> mansion... <laughs> In the picture where the father's son is. Three pound bass will probably tip that thing. Yeah. Well, not much it's of not for everyone, that's for sure. It's not for everyone. The, the funnels of fire and water. I saw that in a vision and I windsurfed 
up the spout from the father's throne room as I was there in spirit. And I said, well, what's above the seventh? What's all up here? What's above all this? Deep tent? sea fishing. Did you see the picture of the dolphin? Did you see the picture of the whale and the dolphin on there? There's, there's, did the details on no, that picture are not random, okay? They are there for a purpose. <laughs> These have been conceived. Catch a fish the size of a world. Let's go, yeah. man. So that's how you get up there, at least for me in that experience, was you had to windsurf up mm -hmm. that funnel. And I had been asking the Lord, Jesus, if I could please see the worlds that not even the angels, I kept finding out there were these worlds prepared mm. for the sons of God that even the angels weren't allowed to look at yet. So this is one of them. Yes. I knew it. Very <laughs> smart, yes. We have supernal wisdom. Very good, very good. So this is the world of transcendence. So, uh, well, there's something... Hot, there's the deeper thing. I wonder how much we should talk about. Or should we leave it? It looks like a koi pond to me. Yeah. Those are willows. Oh, yes. Those are willows. You know how we would have been stopping under the willow tree? Yeah, we got a willow time? tree with a bench under it. I'm scooter. not ready to talk about the willows above, but we could talk sometime about the willows below. Or really, but, the scootering. Yeah, scootering is fun. But this, you have to understand, the perspective from where she's painting. So when I windsurfed up, there is a portal. I'm looking through the looking thing like this. And I see one man in a boat just like this. And the willow trees, exactly. And the water, exactly as you see it from the same seer's perspective where she's looking from as she's painting this. It looks like Smeagol's precious. <laughs> Do you know who was sitting in the boat? Who? Yeah, someone said Jesus. Jesus. Oh, man. And I was looking at him, but I was looking through like a glass, like through a mirror, but through a portal. But I wasn't in there. I, so this exact perspective looks like when you look through that window portal that's up there. And then I said, well, what is it? Do you want to come and see? And so I went through mm -hmm. the looking glass portal from this perspective and I went into it, like how that painting is, but going into it and I went into the boat. And it was so beautiful. I said, you know, this kind of, as I sat there, there was like, Walls of light, but glass, but water, but like air, like substances. I don't even know how to describe. But naturally looking through it, it looked like this with the willows and the water. But it, when you go in there, it's so much light. It's a completely supernatural dimension when you go into it. It's so much more bright and alive. And I sat in the boat and I looked and I said, this is the answer to my prayer, isn't it? I wanted to, this is, these are the worlds that even the angels haven't seen yet that you have prepared, isn't it? And he just smiled and nodded his head. And we sat in the boat together and had a picnic on the water in the boat. And it was those things above. That's why the design of that notebook is the way it is. But it's going into it. And those are those weeks without end. And mm. so he had given wow. me his, his one of God's promises to me was that I would go first <laughs> into these realms and open it up for people and just Man, Akiana is painting 
weeks without end right now. And so that's, the view... That's kind of mind-blowing. Yeah, she's really a deep I felt spirit. the glory begin to swirl out of my forehead. I might, I might just leave Joel's bar for a while. <laughs> so she painted... The reason why she had to call it transcendence is because it's where you're standing and looking into it, but not walking into it. So her perspective is literally transcendence, which is... God is outside of humanity's full experience, outside of our perception, outside of our grasp, right? You're just looking through that window. That's the exact view from when before you step into it, when you can only just see it, but you're not walking in it. Imminence. The, your very first taste of imminence, which imminence means that God is knowable, perceivable, graspable, the entire concept of imminence as opposed to transcendence is only first evident when you when you come into the world of absolute mm. so from this perspective it's all transcendence but if you can enter into it it's imminence wow and when I sat in the boat, I told him, I said, you know, it kind of reminds me of that scene in that one uh, Narnia book. There's like an eternal scene in one of those books. And he just kind of smiled. still love C.S. Lewis. Oh, yeah. Amen. Oh, yeah. Just the movies, not the books, though, right? Oh, no. He's in, I love the I books. the books, too. I love yeah. the books, yeah. yeah. Great grace. Yeah, so much grace. Yeah, he used those books to bring me back on track. And there's one Come down scene the path in there. Of lightnings and pour some glory on when I was books. in that boat, yeah, when I with my spirit, <laughs> when I was in that experience in that boat, it reminded me of one of those scenes. And I wonder, I doubt anyone even knows what scene that is I'm talking about, but maybe someone will surprise us and put it on there. But, the um, lion, the witch, and the wardrobe. The armoire. Deep. Oh man, I wish I had my other notebook with me. The armoire that. Yeah, well, next time. We'll talk about it next time. Mm -hmm. There no, is the no wardrobe is in there. rabbit trails with Zotio here. Yeah. But uh, first, there, if you, in the mysteries of the Torah, there is the armoire and the forgiveness of sins. That's what yeah. it's really about. White garments. And it also has to do with Hod and Netza slightly, a little bit. Yeah, garment, yeah. So. It'll burn their foreskins into the yeah. lake of fire. Okay. Mysteries, mysteries. <laughs> Glory. Yeah. Amen. So the foreskins are coming off your hearts and your minds into the lake of fire. It's circumcision rung by rung, glory to glory. For how long? Forever. Why? Bible says so. Isaiah and Ephesians both say worlds without end. First Enoch, weeks, weeks without end. That means the circumcision goes on forever. That means, you're, are you perfect after the 10th week? Yeah, there's no more sin after the 10th week. It is written. So once you get to the top of the 10 weeks or the ladder of 10 worlds, you go into weeks and worlds without end. That's the transcendence. That's, that's, the, no, that's the imminence. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. that's the imminence. Yeah. With yeah. the transcendence of the Yachita becoming transcendent light. Uh -huh. Amen. Amen. 
<laughs> but you need to have the open heaven vision of it. That's what I'm getting at. You need to see how high and how bright it goes up. Because if you can't see it, if you haven't purchased ISAB to see, which means you see out of your own brain, you judge out of your own human brain, your own ant brain on, on a little tiny rock the size of a speck of dust flying around a sun at 176,000 miles an hour, and you're just looking up at the, the cosmos and the, the worlds of angels, and you're just a judgmental demon ant. Listen, man, demon ant. you're about to get squashed. Consider the ants. Solomon says that because you're judging things so much higher than you with an ant brain. Now, you get out of your ant brain and get into the Holy Ghost, which is the Ruah, you begin to judge a little more accurately. It's through your judgments getting refined that you can see up the 10 weeks, even as children, mm. even as infants in Christ. But if your ant brain is over your spirit man regenerated Christ in you, the hope of realizing the glory, well, you don't realize the glory too high, do you? You can only realize the glory to the measure your mind is renewed to the Word of God. Straight is the way, mm -hmm. and few find it. Why? Because most people's brain shuts down everything the Holy Spirit wants to do. Right? I mean, mm -hmm. you've been around Christians, and it's not to condemn them. It's to reveal what's going on so we can get healed in the situation. There's no condemnation at all in my gospel for righteousness and those that are in Christ Jesus, it is written. But those that are outside Christ Jesus are already condemned in darkness. So let's be so bright that maybe they can be convicted and come into the light through repentance. If God grants them repentance, and it's not given. It's not even for you to decide who God gives repentance unto life for. If you read the book of Acts, the apostles are saying, this one God chose to grant repentance unto life. This isn't some kind of Sunday service you tune into YouTube and you just get it all for greasy grace because of your doctrines and belief systems because you're a fast food Starbucks American that you just deserve to have all this Christianity served to you on a silver platter. No, you're more like Herod, a fat pig. Setting yourself up for slaughter. Fatten yourself in the day of slaughter. James 5, it is written, we need to have the fear of God that God is granting us repentance. Mm -hmm. It's a privilege to get to be forgiven and not something to take lightly, lest we abuse grace and become God's enemy, mm -hmm. which Apostle Paul says a lot of people mm -hmm. do to their own destruction. They start to think that, well, God's nature is so mm -hmm. loving. God's nature is so gracious. I mean, yeah, to the obedient. That's like how you sound to the you've never been through only, To the disobedient, he's a wrathful, smiting, condemning God. Mm -hmm. Why? Because you're in the devil and you're in sin, in the darkness of the devil. You're a son and daughter of the devil. So you get the devil's reward, which is hell. If you become in a son and daughter of light and an obedient to the straight way, coming under Shekinah authority, you get all the rewards that you don't deserve of Jesus Christ, and he chooses who, whom he shares them with. What's the parable? If you come in at the end of the day, what is it that I give you the same reward as those of the first century? You come in the 21st century, what is it that I give you the best stuff, even though all the apostles of the first century had all the hard work and were decapitated. And we come in as Starbucks Christians in the 21st century and just get the Sephiroth? Mm -hmm. Do you realize how freaking spoiled we are? Yeah, trade, it's out. time to trade in your Starbucks for a chaya latte. You don't mm -hmm. get Ascension tapping on your mocha laka leaka laka. Mocha laka. 
You need a chai latte. That's the problem. You just need repentance unto life and just honor the Holy Spirit and live in the fear of the Lord, the awe of God. Get all the greasy, filthy, abusive, grace Christianity like you've earned something and deserved something because you've done something and start walking in the fear of Yadavave before your eyes. Mm-hmm. Or it's just, I'm, I'm grateful that I can feel your presence. Mm-hmm. You know, we need more humility. I mean, just way more. Each rung that a patriarch and a matriarch and a corresponding archangel circumcises spirit, soul, and strength for more Shekinah, each rung is a greater humility in Jesus' name. Which means you're going to be growing in humility. Somebody say it. Forever. 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 Amen. Right now, the lowest rung called Earth, Malkut of Messiah, is the least amount of humility mm. you'll ever have in your eternal life. You know what? Look around America. It shows, guys. Mm. It shows. It's envy, strife, competition, religious pride everywhere. It's the worst cesspool of death and pride of all time. It's Babylon the Great. It was going to obliterate it by being humble. Amen? Amen. By sincerity, even seriousness, with humility. With humility. He's like, well, it's not very humble wearing all that gold. Listen, the high priest in the Bible had a gold plate, solid, bigger than my head, wrapping his whole head that it had inscribed in Hebrew, holy to the Lord. I'm only wearing about 10% of the gold that Aaron wore. So I'm not yet quite blinged out enough to be a high priest. So please donate some more gold in Jesus' name so we can be as biblical as your judgments. Amen. Amen. For it to be on earth as it is in heaven, you're going to need these two things, holiness and opulence. <laughs> holiness and opulence. That's true. Because humility, that's part of holiness. Love, it's part of holiness. Moses is like, I got Severity, so many diamonds from the donations. Mm-hmm. He had to literally tell them, please stop bringing me all the emeralds, the rubies, the sapphires, and the diamonds. We have more than we need to like build the whole kingdom of heaven in his generation. It's true. Mm-hmm. And he did. And they just like, well, what do we do now? Well, you just, you need to actually get some faith in your heart and join me on the mountain. Oh, boy, can't do that. So they die. They had all the donations. They were all tithers. Mm-hmm. Now you have to tithe with your heart every week too. Amen? Mm. Come on now. Oh, that touched mm-hmm. somebody out there. In Jesus' name. Tithe your heart 10%. That's a good start. And you'll fall more and more in love because mm. God is good. Soon it won't feel like a sacrifice at all. And you can give everything. Amen. Amen. Yeah, you're going to go <laughs> sapphire stones. I wanted to share this in this awesome book that someone sent us, the Akian book. Yeah, thank you. This is really cool. Now, listen to how many times she says circle in this. Like I can't, a true Kabbalist. I can't show you the house of light. I wish you could see it. It's so beautiful and big. It looks like circle, 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 inside, circle, circle, and circle. How many circles is that? Seven. Wow. Told you she's a prophetess. Mm -hmm. Walls like glass, but not glass. (laughs) Water pink, purple, and many other colors I can't find here. Trees and grass are not green there. There are dot 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 She ran outside and promptly returned with a fuchsia flower. Close to this color. (laughs) Pink, of course, obviously. The seven circles really got me. (laughs) Jesus. There I plant a tree 
a big tree. It has yummy fruit. What fruit? It tastes good, better than anything you've ever tasted. The light gives me fruit. Now she grew up in an atheist home, completely cut off from homeschooled atheist parents, um, poverty, and then you know they got into wealth and things like that later on, but there was no religion, she didn't go to school, the neighbors wouldn't even be friends with them or hang out with them, so it was just her little family, so God breached her in visions and in dreams. <laughs> the light gives me fruit. For what? To breathe. What do you mean? To live! I plant that big tree, you will eat it too. Why me? This is her mom saying, why me? I don't know. I was told that many will need to eat that. The tree will always be there on a new earth. What else do you remember? I eat there, but I don't go to the bathroom. <laughs> Spoken like a child. The plants there move and sing when I move and talk. It seems as if they can think. Animal, animals there are not like here. They listen to me, and they're not afraid of me, so I can pet them whenever I want. Amen. Unlimited bunny petting, fluffy bunny. Yeah, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. Okay. And as for a lot of people watching too, I'm sure for you, let me know if it's Mike petting Tyson the bunnies is a big deal. Amen. Mike Tyson's pigeons, clerk. Some of them create the most amazing plant sculptures. All right, cats, the bar has been raised. Uh -huh. I ex expect sculptures by the time we get back here on Tuesday. Okay. It'll be an algebra test for our cats. Yeah. I hope you've make repented. Sure, make sure you're in the real glory. Mm-hmm. I also fly <laughs> on top of huge birds there while I am strapped inside a cage that looks like this. She touched a diamond inside my wedding ring. Flying on diamond, flying inside a diamond on the back of a bird. I am good there and I listen there. <laughs> Tell that to your kids. I am good there and I listen there. That's what she said. On earth as it is in heaven. Very good. Everyone listens there. Slowly and cautiously, Marcus and I tried to logically fathom the realm our daughter was sharing with us, but we just couldn't do it. We had to either take a leap of faith or remain locked up in skepticism and doubt. The leap was not a step and not a climb. It was a direct fall. We didn't know what was below, but we had a hunch that it wasn't worse than when we where we were standing. Yeah, and uh, this one, there's one other part I wanted to share with you. I think this will occur to somebody on this. That's so good. Okay. One day we noticed white spots on her front teeth. We asked what had happened, but Akian just turned away. Akian ate a tube of toothpaste, Delphine accused. Her angel's teeth are so white, they sparkle. She thought that if she ate toothpaste, her teeth would also get whiter. One has <laughs> <laughs> sparkling teeth like the angels. <laughs> Isn't that fun? Mm -hmm. Seven circles. Mm -hmm. Circles within a circle. And what did we talk about the sapphire stones? Mm -hmm. All those worlds that they, they look like they go up in the charts. But we yeah. talked about, what did we talk about last time mm -hmm. in the New World's chart? Yeah. So those are the circles. Yep. That, uh, those ones that go up, higher is more inward. Right? Higher is more inward. Think the ephod of the high priest. Mm -hmm. 
inside your spirit and soul. Mm. Original wheels design. Wheels. Mm -hmm. Sapphire bodies and sapphire blood, it is written. Yep. Those are the seven supernal mansions of the sapphire stones. Mm -hmm. Blood that doesn't decay. Amen. Blood with no death in it. Sapphire blood. What's believers' rewards? Silver, gold, and gemstone blood. Truth, anyhow. Hey, <laughs> do you remember when they would say why you need to pray? So, do you want to know what summer camp really is? Does anyone want to know what summer camp actually What's is? What's summer camp? We want to, we're just dying. I'm on yes. the edge of my oh, seat. God, I want yeah. to know. We've only Not another Ruth Heflin song. We listen to the same song so many Why times. are we listening to the same music over and over? <laughs> I want to know. Because <laughs> it's not copyrighted. No. I'm just kidding. Why does the Holy Spirit want summer camp to happen so bad in Minneapolis in 2023? Purity. Yeah, there's so many things. But you know what? There's a realm that he wants you to experience. When you praise God. Now, why is it those songs even though they might technically not sound as externally good as more technically better songs, why do they carry at least 10 times, if not a lot more, substance of glory emanating through the song? Mm -hmm. Even though sometimes they sing off key, they're coughing up demons in the background, or they're just kind of like whistling. They the sound like they're whistling about pioneer. to pass out. <laughs> they're belting it out. They don't really care if they hit the notes or not. But why? Can you take the prettiest songs of the glory stream? Mm. And there's like barely any glory emanating out of it. It doesn't even touch old Ruth's It doesn't songs. even touch it. Not no. Morning Star. I mean, I love the Morning Star. It's so good. I, we love listening to that on the way over here. Ruth was, was awesome. a different level. The reason why Ruth, her songs, and Joshua Mills is probably the closest one, but it's still not as much because yeah. he's not the Zadik. She was the Zadik of, the gener of her generation. Met with kings and, and presidents yeah. her whole life. And she understood Jewish mysticism, and she talked about it in one of her, um, one of her sermons, one of her um, meetings. She talked about the Jewish mysticism not being taught until a certain age of maturity. Mm, amen. So she actually knew a lot of things, but when she sung about she was a Kabbalist. Yeah, when she sung about the sapphire stones and Jacob's ladder, she was an old school. She was an old not school a cannibalist, Kabbalah. a Kabbalist. Right. Yeah, she did not. Big difference. Yeah. One's we the, eat one's demons, religious, not and the other one's in the glory. Okay. Amen. <laughs> so I want you guys, you, got, you all pretty much know Old Testament Bible and New Testament Bible. You should understand Old Covenant Kabbalah and New Testament Holy Kabbalah. There's the old, the old, uh, old school kind of mode. Let me explain this to you so you can understand. Old Covenant, New Covenant. So the Old Covenant Kabbalah is basically you go up through your thoughts, feelings, and emotions, and you try to make changes, right? External changes. But it's only your consciousness going up the rungs. Mm -hmm. Even then, it's still a challenging thing. It take they would take years of experience. You had to already be a professional in all the Torah. You had to know so much. You had to be an age of maturity. You had to be this, this, and that. And then they would teach you the oral tradition of Moses. Well, as we know, unless you're at least at the maturity of Hesed, of Isaiah, 
if you eat that fruit of the tree of great wisdom that's mentioned in book one of Enoch, it will actually kill you. Whether you die right away or you just, you know, you might, you Strong could lose your mind. Strong meat for the mature, yeah. it is written. They have a saying, in Kabbalah they have a saying, they have this parable. There was like, I think it's like three rabbis, three of them, they go in to look and see and then come back out safely. One of them goes in and loses their mind. And the other one goes in and dies. And only one of them went in, made the journey, and came back out safely. So it's a very dangerous thing. That's, that is why we always say don't go off and just start Googling Kabbalah stuff. No, you'll die. You'll die. You'll get into the clippers automatically because you're just yeah. not mature enough. Mm -hmm. Because you're not God inside minded enough. Your spirit man mm -hmm. hasn't been circumcised by Elijah enough on Malkut. Of Isaiah. Yep. So since you don't have the circumcisions, when you go up illegally, yep. you automatically go into captivity no matter what your mm -hmm. intentions are. Yep. And so the Lord showed me this. It's like imagine a baby bird's nest and the mama bird eats the big food and then they re regurgitate it. They chew it right, or they digest it and they regurgitate it to the baby birds. What does that mean in wisdom? So when the Lord showed me this, he said, okay. Adam and Eve, in their perfection, before the fall, their eating of great wisdom was tainted by the presence of Satan, tempting them to disobey the word of God. So they went into sin, they went into disobedience. Wisdom was never meant to be separated from God's will. That's, That's right. why Da'at looks like a bone throne, and why Shekinah is in exile. Like the people are in exile. What is being in exile? You being in exile means you don't know the th way things work. What's the evidence? You don't understand the way things work. You're perpetuating sin and you ha can't walk in holiness and righteousness. It's difficult for you. This is how you learn the way things work. <laughs> That's it. Wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. But if you go after knowledge apart from the will of God, that's like the original problem in the first place. So why is it in Enoch that he said, oh, this is a tree of great wisdom, archangel, holy archangel, to Enoch, man of righteousness. Michael. Yeah, Mike, archangel Michael. He's not leading anyone astray. Mm -mm. He said, this is the tree of great wisdom that your mother and father, right, Ad your Eve, your Adam and Eve, ate from, and they learned great wisdom. But they sinned. But he says in the future, the holy ones will eat it. That's why sixth interior mansion, Hesed or Jupiter of the world of Isaiah, is the earliest possible that you can eat and taste of great wisdom without it killing you. Right? It's like they were baby plants in the garden. Later on, they were supposed to learn great wisdom, but they weren't mature as plants. I see all men as trees. Adam and Eve, they were supposed to grow up. But they, they needed failed the bottle test. for a while before they got onto the meat. They started yep. eating meat and died. Yep, and from Satan and going against God's will, he told them not to eat. The devil teaching them meat because the devil had the meat because he's mm -hmm. an arch, a covering archangel. God did not tell them not to eat that because he's a mean God, because he was trying to hide knowledge from them. No, that's a wicked satanic accusation against God. God the Father is perfect love. He didn't want them to be hurting themselves with something they couldn't handle as baby plants. You know, we had baby apple trees in the backyard. No, he's only a covering archangel of the clippus. Yeah. 
And especially when we start burning that up, he doesn't get anything. Yeah, those nothing. Yeah, amen. Nothing. <laughs> those two baby trees of the apple trees in the backyard here physically. They used to have wires around them protecting them mm. from animals, from winds, from our two apple trees back here. So when you're a baby tree, deer are dangerous. The wire cages around mm -hmm. small trees. Even bunnies are a threat. <laughs> the bunny could kill a the sprout. Bunny could, yeah, it might just be. You know, Zotiel, get sorry, back there. <laughs> just Eat go your to roots. town. <laughs> How did you betray Eat your me, Zotiel? Little sprout roots ministries. Eat your little sprout roots by Zotiel, the lowest-ranking so, angel in heaven. If you're a tiny tree that even a bunny could kill, or a deer is a real <laughs> the, serious threat. The bunny threat. took you out. The bunny took you Man. out. <laughs> It Stop just, giving me the hardest battles, Jesus. That was literally a bunny spirit. A, I don't know what to do with these people. Right. So, but we had this season, <laughs> the trees started to outgrow their protective cages to where we had to have them cut away. There comes a time where that thing that once protected you is now in the way of your growth. It's suffocating you. Mm -hmm. So the scaffolding comes off the building, right? The protective cage comes off from around the tree. So the anointed RLM maintenance mm -hmm. team goes back there and starts <laughs> cutting away for the growth of RLM Minneapolis mm -hmm. to go wild and take over the whole city. And Hallelujah. when were the trees mm -hmm. mature enough to have that protective fence cut away? When they were bearing apples. And the ap notice how the apples got bigger this year. Sapphire World Strike. What are the apples? Apples are at least 15% bigger than last year. All right, so this is the tree. Where are the apples? Well, the completion of the apple is on Jupiter, I said. You have the meat of the apple, white on Hesed. Gevra, the color there, that's red. So you have the white and you have the red, and then the green is the stem. So those apples of Tiferet, Gevra, and Hesed, by Hesed the apples are formed. Those are the apples. The love apples of Song of Songs is literally you're going to have to taste the judgment. Amen. The balance, the truth, telling the truth, getting all that false love burnt out judgment of you. Judgment and mercy, Gevra and yep. Hesed. All the, all the false love burnt out of you, out of your flesh, out of your spirit, out of your soul in the sun. And then Hesed... Uh, Jupiter, that's the meat. I can't it. wait to you guys to get sun sealed in the sun of righteousness and Tiferet of Messiah. That is, I mean, it makes anything you ever went through on the earth in the glory stream or all Christianity, it's like all worth it. You mm -hmm. just begin to live really in the awe of God at that point. Amen. So these are the supernal love apples of Song of Solomon. So it's literally that truth, embracing the judgment, and then the loving kindness and the grace of God. So it, it's so holy. It's such a high place. Bridegroom's chambers, Psalms 19, the sun mm -hmm. in the heavens. And that has said there, that represents also the sixth interior mansion of Jared. That's where it's all like liquid, Which like blood. Which means only in the sun in Gavura in Hesed is the beginning of you understanding the lowest measure of divine love. Mm -hmm. Under the sun, there's no understanding of divine love, mm -hmm. as you can clearly tell in the Christian church. It's only lust disguised as it's, purity and friendships and religion. The Holy Ghost can still rain down from the moon mm -hmm. and you get some mixture, but it's not real love. The bridegroom's chambers is the sun, it is written. Mm -hmm. So bridegroom's chamber, when you go into the sun and then stand on the sun like the angel of revelation, you begin to get the gavura 
in the Hesed, the judgment and the mercy mm -hmm. of true divine love for the very yeah. first time in your Christian lives. Amen. So that sixth intermansion of Hesed of the world of Isaiah is the very earliest that you can be eligible as a plant to not be destroyed by great wisdom. So the fruit yeah. of, of the tree of great wisdom, which what is that fruit of the tree of great wisdom? That's the knowledge of good and evil. That is the Shekinah, the knowledge of the Shekinah above. And so what that is, is the Kabbalistic interpretation level of revelation of the Torah. So that's why if you're tasting of that anytime before that, if you're Googling all this Kabbalah, mm -hmm, yeah. oral tradition of Moses, you're literally going to kill yourself. It'll just be confused because your spirit man is not intelligent mm -hmm. enough to even understand any of it. It'll just produce darkness. And, and that's across the board. And so you want yeah. to be like the rabbi who you eat from the tree of life well. until you're on the yeah. rung of his head. Then you can begin eating from the tree of great wisdom according to Archangel Michael and Fursina. Right. And until then, just like the Holy Spirit showed me, the vision, the mama bird, eating and digesting it, we regurgitate it here at Joel's Bar for you in a, in a way that's not going to harm you as, as a baby spirit uh, because that's true love. The maximum excitement for the things ahead of you, but to grow your Everything spirit. Everything under the sun mm -hmm. is nursery. Yeah. So you're all in nursery. Yes. Bobby Connors in nursery. Bill Johnson's in nursery. Rick Joyner's mm -hmm. in nursery. Everyone on earth is in mm -hmm. nursery until you come up a little higher. Well, the Berea mm -hmm. is really when you become a man mm -hmm. or woman of Yadavavhe. That's when you get your mm -hmm. neshama. That's your bar mitzvah or bath mitzvah. That's when you're 13 in angelic culture and angelic mm -hmm. protocol. Below that, you're still a child, a mm -hmm. technon. You become weos really in the world of Berea. And that's mm -hmm. the accurate truth. And I didn't know that because I'd never experienced it. But now that I've experienced it, I know that yep. from experience. And it's true great wisdom. Amen. All right. So that's good clarity. So that way you can restrain, right? Gevrat is restraint. So... If you can restrain the impulse for your just desire for secret knowledge, mystical knowledge, understand if you follow that, you're following the bone throne of Satan and you're likely going to feed yourself something that leads to death. Because, the, again... The self-nature is at war against the Holy Spirit. Romans 8, it is yeah. written. So there's so much of the self-nature under the sun that any kind of intelligence or knowledge from the holy angels that you put into you mm -hmm. will be destructive because of the selfishness because you haven't burned enough through the circumcision of the rungs of the holy altar of, of God. And that's why when you rise up, there's less of the self-nature, so mm -hmm. none of it will destroy you. Mm -hmm. Now it can be used in the divine nature mm -hmm. formed in you literally. Mm -hmm. amen. And, amen. And then even as you go up and you start to taste of the tree of great wisdom, there is still restraint. Uh, I've told you before, but I'll tell you again. There have been many times where I've desired to law, lo I've longed to look into things higher than what I can handle. And that's, I would say, maybe the second worst thing you can do on sapphire stones. <laughs> You'll know because you get to know the impulse of the Holy Spirit and the impulse of Da'at, the difference. Is this just my desire for knowledge? I want to, but I'm, I, I know it's my destiny to go there. You can have every excuse in the book, but you have to restrain yourself because it does not bear good fruit. We have to have repentance bearing fruit. And now we just told you what the fruit is. Mm -hmm. The fruit is Tiferet, 
Gevra and Hesed in keeping with repentance. And you keep going up. And that's why we say in Malkut of Messiah, also known as earth in your nefesh and ruah, soul, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And so that fear and reverential awe of the Holy Spirit and supernal angels like Elijah Sandalphon working to circumcise your earthly culture as is written, dash the earthly cultures to pieces like pottery. Nations as earthly cultures, that shell, that black box of limitations of you as an I am, the I am's of Isaiah 14 of Satan, self-nature, into Yadivave, Jesus Christ the I am. Amen? Mm. Woo! And after this, there's going to arise the sixth week. Mm-hmm. And all who live in it will become blind. And the hearts of all will stray from wisdom. First Enoch. And in it a man will ascend. And at its conclusion, the temple of the kingdom will be burned with fire. And in it the whole race of the chosen root will be dispersed. After this, in the seventh week, there will arise a perverse generation and many will be its deeds. So we're in the seventh week, a day is as a thousand years. So you can tell, turn on any kind of social media or television, you're in the perverse generation, guys, okay? God's going to raise the standard. We're not going to lose anything. We're going to win big time. Just listen. Many will be the deeds of the perverse generation of the seventh week. And all of its deeds will be perverse. And at its conclusion... The chosen will be chosen. That's you. That's Joel's army, 60 million faithful. Because you overcame the perversion of this generation. That's how you choose to be chosen, overcoming false love. Mm -hmm. So remember that next time you see the demons in the inbox. Don't let that stuff in your eyes. It's a snare. Mm -hmm. And you don't have the freedom to look at it, guys and girls. Don't Mm -hmm. let it into the eyes. Purify your eyes. Make a covenant with your eyes. Talk to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's not your Ruah. That's your Ruah soul. So let your Ruah soul talk to the Ruah HaKadosh. Separate God from you and then begin to obey God and find the straight way. Amen. And then you'll automatically be aligned with the prophets and apostles easily if you're following the true Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit is the one that anointed the true prophets and apostles and there's no contradiction. There's no irritation. It's a perfect flow called the river of life. Amen. Truth anyhow. Mm. So we get into alignment with the Holy Spirit, all of us here with our Ruah soul, and we begin to obey the Holy Spirit as our best friend. Success with the Ruah soul, walking with Elijah, is simply learning how to follow and obey with your Ruah soul, enthroning the Ruah HaKadosh, the white dove, and a dove is temperamental. Same word in Hebrew for dove and pigeon. And so you know, if you get close to them and they sense that you're bad, they fly away five feet away. Some people, like in Central Park, you can see them covered with like 20 pigeons. Mm-hmm. You've seen the pictures. Why? Because they can trust you because you're feeding them. Mm-hmm. If you're feeding the white dove, the Holy Spirit, with your Ruah soul enthroning the Holy Ghost upon your Ruah soul, He'll just be enthroned in you. Amen. So it's not just a one-way, it's a two-way relationship. It takes two to covenant. Mm-hmm. You're making a covenant with the Holy Ghost in the earth, 
You're choosing to be chosen by the Holy Spirit, who is the anointing upon the man Jesus of Nazareth. You're going through all the same testing and trials that the Messiah did. That's why he's called the way. So you're all on your way some way. Sometimes you get off course. You need to go back into the way of Jesus right where you're at today. That's what repentance is, is going back into the place of Jesus of Nazareth, where he was at with his Ruah soul, obeying the Ruah HaKadosh. Truth anyhow. Amen. Mm. And so then the Holy Spirit begins to lead you better. You get more obedient. So you have the blood of Jesus when you disobey to learn how to repent. Amen. That's why you need the blood. That's why you need grace. You're going to need grace a lot when you're young because you're blind and deaf and dumb and poor and naked and pitiful and wretched. Right? Revelation 3 is written. Oh, no, no, no. That's just a realization that you can do nothing apart from the Holy Spirit. That's a good place to be. It's called brokenness. Mm. We live broken. Therefore, we're dependent on the anointing, the Ruah HaKadosh. And now our Ruah soul is submitted to him more accurately. That's how you go up white earth. That's how the prophets and apostles and the evangelists, the teachers, the pastors, and a lot of the Christian church, not a small amount, but quite a lot. For the last 50 years since Catherine Kuhn, they've been experiencing mountaintop stuff. There was mountaintop stuff with Catherine Kuhlman's ministry, mountaintop stuff with Toronto Airport mm-hmm. Christian Fellowship, John and Carol Arnott, Bethel, Morningstar. We've had a lot of mountaintop mm-hmm. stuff. Now it's time to establish it, understanding all of it more accurately with the eternal gospel of Archangel Gabriel, mm-hmm. right? The one that brought the gospel giver, didn't he? You're going to be pregnant. So the messenger brings mm-hmm. the message. The messenger brings the messenger. Gabriel brings the Messiah, right? Gabriel imparted the gospel. The gospel is Jesus to the the young girl. The Holy Spirit's going to overshadow you. You're going to be pregnant. He shall not be a normal child, but he shall be called Emmanuel. God is with us. It is written. Amen. So you're getting the angelic gospel from Gabriel. Amen. Amen. You're not just getting a humanistic gospel from God TV with your charismatic mixture. You're going to get it from the archangels fresh and new in 2023 with a fresh archangel's sword and the shout of the archangel into your hearts, into your minds, into your bowels, into your bones and marrow. It's going to awaken you to the protocol of the holy angels and you're going to walk on sapphire stones. And it's not going to be so rigid that it's not enjoyable. It's going to be perfect Mm -hmm. so that you can actually have the joy of the Lord at a much higher rung. Mm -hmm. This ain't religion. The angels aren't religious devils. The angels are holy angels. The issue is in the earth, you're not as holy as you think you are. Mm-hmm. And the church has been telling you you're perfect when you're a mess and you have about 1% of what's available in the secret stairway and the ladder of the rungs of all the way up to the 10th week. And we're just mm-hmm. down here with ant Christianity, with the Ruah soul, thinking we've arrived and now we just got to win souls out here doing lateral Christianity instead of vertical Christianity. And it's garbage. Mm-hmm. It's absolute nonsense. As you go vertical Christianity, you begin to reign over the earth. Revelation 5.10, and they shall rule and reign with Messiah King mm-hmm. over the earth for a thousand years. It is written. Amen. Well, how do you reign over the earth? Well, you're going to have to learn to get onto the moon. Well, that's weird. That's Kabbalah. It is Kabbalah. Because the Bible should become Kabbalah. That means you're interpreting it with the holy angels in the second heavens on their angelic posts. Only one third are wicked up there if you read the Bible. The issue is the devil is so deceived people down the earth, we think it's all wicked up there. Scripture says only one third is wicked. So if you go in the way of Jesus Christ on sapphire stones, you'll be with the two thirds the whole time, which means you'll never lose. 
The only way you lose is if you're tempted and get into what the wicked angels are. Selfish, lustful, perverted, greedy, stingy, religious. And if those natures have a pull on your heart, oh, you'll fall like lightning from the lightning path. But if you have Christ in you, and you love him more than the sins of the devils and more than the sins of the world, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life, you just go right up like a tender shoot, Isaiah 11. Because you love him and you hate everything else. You hate sin and you love righteousness as is written. I have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore God, Yadevave, my Yadevave, has anointed me with the oil of joy beyond my fellow kings. It is written. Why? Because you hate the other side. You hate the devils. You hate the principalities. You hate the clippeth. You hate sorcery. You hate the abuse of Kabbalah for selfishness. That many people, the sorcerers of Babylon, have used the oral tradition of Moses. So that even Christians are paranoid of Kabbalah and oral tradition. Even though John clearly is teaching Kabbalah in the book of Revelation. But mm -hmm. Christians are paranoid about that stuff. They think it's mm -hmm. Luciferian. It's not. Only one-third of it's Luciferian. If you go with Jesus Christ, you get into the two-third. You get with Michael, Uriel, Gabriel, Raphael. They're on those rungs. Mm -hmm. That is the realm of angels of the two-thirds that did not fall from heaven. And that's written in the stars of the book of Revelation. So the truth is, people don't really understand the Bible. This is in the Bible. I'm teaching you the Bible. People's interpretation mm -hmm. is usually humanistic. They don't know the scriptures that well. The assemblies of God doesn't know the scriptures that well. It's true. When you go up higher with the archangels, Michael, Uriel, Gabriel, Raphael, they teach you the Bible more accurately. That's why scripture says mm -hmm. you will preach the gospel in mid-heavens. How? angelically angelically that's what it says an angel flying in midair preaching the eternal gospel mid heavens midair how can you preach an angelic gospel in the mid heavens because you were discipled by angelic protocol on sapphire stones so you have the same gospel of archangel gabriel in 2023 and not some 500 year old lutheran gospel that died in the middle ages in jesus name come on amen Let's go! Amen. Amen. Luke 1, 4, Amplified Classic. My purpose is that you may know the full truth and understand with certainty and security against error the accounts, histories, and doctrines of the faith of which you have been informed and in which you have been orally instructed. Mm. You can write that down. That's Luke 1, Verse 4 in the Amplified Classic. The oral tradition of the New Covenant. Amen. The Kabbalah of the New Testament. Amen. Amen. That's from Dr. Luke. Dr. Luke Skywalker. Master of the Force. Yeah. Well, it's time to get some strong meat on the menu, boys. Physician of the faith. milk will get you dead to the clippeth in 2023. Meat, the clippeth dies. Milk, you die. Mm -hmm. Choose this day what you want to eat. Amen. Amen. I think that's good. Beautiful. Awesome broadcast. Bless you guys. Big fundraisers for the air conditioner all completed. Raise that. Thank you for everyone that was concerned. It's so hot okay. in here. And we're doing everything we can to maintain 
an air conditioned oh, yeah. environment. Don't mind me. Don't <laughs> mind me because I'm in a sweater. I'm a freak of nature, and yeah. they're all they're all struggling. I, <laughs> I mean, can just, you? Because they say it's hot in here, and they see me wearing a sweater every day in the summer. Can you say explain? It, to it them? feels like a furnace. No, I'm not going to explain it. Just you, you know, fine. you know how they are. <laughs> you know how they are. <laughs> Cold-blooded creatures. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. Just like it to be 144,000 degrees in the sun. <laughs> you know. And, uh, well, well, it's, we got a broken air conditioner. We're going to get that fixed real quick. The next order of business is the fundraising God has made clear to establish Red Letter Ministries as a broadcasting Christian television network in Florida, United States of America. So that's going to be an ongoing thing. That's where the tithes, the offerings, the giving, the generous giving, it's going to take a lot. This is not just third world nation fundraising that we can do in a week. Maybe some of you could do it in a week if you have that much, if you're that blessed. But this, what I can see, is going to be a long-term savings for the ministry mm-hmm. in order to establish a broadcasting center in Florida. Mm -hmm. It's really the next phase of RLM TV going Mm -hmm. forward. And it's a clear directive from heaven. Yeah, heaven's been really speaking. We've had direct signs and wonders and confirmations. We're going to do it right. We're following angelic protocol. We're following the will of the Father. He wants a hundred RLM TV studios in America and a thousand RLM TV studios on earth. Okay, right. That's the vision. A hundred in America, mm-hmm. a thousand worldwide. Think God TV times a thousand. Right. That's what this will become because our message is a thousand times greater. It really is. Amen. So don't just think a short-term goal or it's a you know short-term goal and a long-term goal. Don't just think, oh, Florida is the end-all be-all goal. We have many mm-hmm. broadcasting studios, many From locations. There, it's going to go straight to California. Yeah, so there's going to be... There's a series in an order that God has in mind. And so there's going to be many things in cities and nations. We're going to go exactly in the order that he's given us. So again, perfect leadership. long-term plans for the kingdom of heaven advancement. And this is a great time now for all of us through RLM build Global to build. So we're, we're building externally. Archon with us. Yes, Archon with us. <laughs> So now's a great time to do the work internally. Get your Malkut, uh, get black Malkut circumcised off of you, being white Malkut, get to the top of the mountain, and prepare for takeoff. So you're getting your house in order, yep. your vineyards in order, yep. and your family in order. And I know that's where all you are. Yep. Then you get your fields in order, you get your mill in order, and you get your grinders in order. Mm-hmm. Then when you have that divine order, according to scripture, mm-hmm. the anointing can go through you without measure mm-hmm. without measure in fields grinds mills houses vineyards and helping families helping all the families of the whole world in jesus name amen amen and remember keep in mind that main thing that holds people back from rising in malkut and then on to the moon is the false love so really hit that home you really can't go overboard with that just go it's better for you in that against false love just go overboard and be extremely strict be too strict amen anytime on my sapphire stone journey if i wavered a little bit maybe i'm the one time man probably i don't even like you cannot be too strict one time i thought maybe just even just like in my attitude towards it 
Because I started to almost believe, like, maybe I'm being a little too religious. Or and it too was strict. hard for me, guys. It was hard, but it was absolutely the truth, anyhow. Yeah. The, the, the truth, anyhow. One of my biggest regrets on Sapphire Stones is just almost thinking, am I being too religious? I am almost I being calmed too strict? you down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, well, I repent. Yeah, that was probably. He granted me repentance yeah. on the life. It's true, it's man. It's, but you have to understand, you're not <laughs> going to understand the whole process before you obey. Again, that's the matzah. That's your mm. exodus from Egypt or Black Malkut is, I'm going to obey before I get my own revelation of it. What's the revelation? God sent you the apostles and the prophets to tell you, even though you don't understand, you can obey. Then once you start to obey, you eat once the matzah, the you get to the mountain, like, there's the manna. Wow. Thank you. Oh, oh my gosh. God, I actually I was so get it deceived. Now. Yeah. Oh my gosh. If I didn't like that have that strictness, I would have been down there in white earth or maybe worse. But, oh, one, worse, but yeah. once you get the strictness and the severity of God, embracing the judgment of God, and begin to go up and get circumcised with mm. the word that's hard to receive, that's offensive mm -hmm. to religiosity, to your culture, to your humanness, to your mm. maleness, your mm. womanness. And once they get circumcised, the, the brightness mm. of the Shekinah glory is so bright, you are so thankful for the irritations later on. Oh, oh yeah. hallelujah. Amen. 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 Bless you guys. We'll see you Tuesday. Amen. Amen. Glory.
to glory, from glory to glory, from glory to glory, glorious days in the glory. From glory to glory, from glory to glory, glorious days and the glory, how from glory to glory, from Great lifting up in the glory, a great lifting up in the What's the secret of summer camp? Kabbalah. Amen. Whoa. Okay, we're done. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's well, a supernal mystery. It? <laughs> <laughs> what summer camp did you go to? Soccer camp. Went well, to Christian Kabbalah camp. Went to <laughs> For the free daycare. Amen. Your school will be a demon-free zone if you actually do. Amen. Well... <laughs> Let's talk about Ruth Heflin and her Kabbalah. As the Zadik of her generation, she had the old, old school Kabbalah. Now, Old Covenant Kabbalah. We understand that New Testament Christians 
have been living old covenant realities even with the New Testament for some time. Got outside minded. Right, because of bewitchment, they've been having to default to an Old Testament type of reality. That's why all the New Testament scriptures aren't realities in their lives because they're not actually walking in the sapphire stones. Uh, but that's what's coming now. So Ruth Eflin, she had experience with the sapphire stones. You know, she understood some of the mysteries of Moses and Torah. She spent time in the Holy Land, Israel. But when she would sing and praise God, she would take her consciousness up those rungs that she's singing about in the songs. I don't think we've played that one during the live, but after we play that song sometimes. And she talks about Jacob's ladder. Mm -hmm. And the glory coming down, the realities she sings about, we find those realities on sapphire stones. Mm -hmm. So Old Testament, Old Covenant Kabbalah is your mental ascension with your consciousness, your emotions, your thoughts, your feelings. And we do that sometimes just for, you know, to fry your brain on the glory so you stop, you know, sinning with your mind. It's helpful. It's a tool. It's helpful. Yeah, as get, you rise. You get raptured five times a day. It's basically rapturing, yeah, on the sapphire stone. So as she's rapturing on sapphire stones, her consciousness goes up when you praise for an extended period of time in that kind of glory. With that, your mind, she brought it into the space that she was in. When Ruth wasn't there, it was not the same glory there. Because as Zadik and also as a Kabbalist... Her temple carried it all. Her temple carried it. So her mind and thoughts and emotions would go up the rungs that she was singing about. Mm -hmm. And that glory, she would bring it down by praising for an extended period of time. And I went through her books, some of her books. And what I found was, she talks about how the gold dust and the gemstone dust... So this is what I began practicing last Silver year when I first came here. Ministries. So last year when I when I came here and this started to manifest around that time, I was actively trying out, and this was before I'd unveiled my Kabbalah to you guys. So I was like, you know, there's a secret Kabbalist in our midst. You know, God wanted to unveil it. Yeah, the there's right always time. something suspicious Knew there was something about suspicious. you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not, I don't know what, what's wrong with this person. Now we know. Now She's we know my the gatekeeper secret. of the supernal realm. Right. Amen. So I was trying out her method. You do the praise for an extended period of time as your mind goes up. Thanks, Spider. <laughs> and you bring those glories down. So this is what she taught. First, you start with the praise. And then you praise. You do it as long as it takes at the pace of the Holy Ghost. Not, It's usually in the details, she said. Mm. When we want to sing a little too fast or a little too slow, or we want to end it Again, a little angelic sooner. protocol. Yep. With the, it, the details. Mm -hmm. She would get the details. You had to be sensitive to do we want to keep going a little longer or is it cutting a little short? So they praise until, and that wrong is she's going up, praise until that spirit of worship comes. Then it shifts the atmosphere and it goes into more of the awe and the holiness and adoration. Of worship, so it's praise, praise, praise until when the spirit of worship is released through the sapphire, through the sapphire stones. Then the awe of God, the worship, and you just continue in that again for an extended period of time. And this is as your mind is on sapphire stones, and it opens up that atmosphere. And then once that you go and continue in that, then the glory comes through. And I know we, you're, well, we live in the glory, we experience the glory. I'm talking like the glory realm opens up. Mm -hmm. And so as you, if you mm -hmm. persist mm -hmm. 
past the time that your nefesh wants to do that's this. That's what David until. Herzog and Joshua Mills learned that's from what Ruth they learned. Heflin. That's they were, how they get so much oil. They're both oil discipled and... by Ruth Heflin. They learned mm -hmm. that Old Testament glory Kabbalah mm -hmm. from Ruth, and that's their entire ministries. Yep. And that's how the gold dust and stuff like that, the oil, it comes. So as you're going up with that and it, the glory starts to come down, you said first it starts with the you know, the silver and then the gold dust then the gemstones and then if you keep going the body parts warehouse mm -hmm. that's why when um brian needed a new body part mm. that's why i was like you know let's praise let's worship let's praise let's worship because i believe it was a good doctor report wasn't it in the good yeah, yeah. where his appendix yeah. healed so i believe we go in the praise but it's not not oh we're just gonna have well the ipad shuffle just put on the worship song before the praise song you're doing it wrong if you do it mm. with the angelic actual protocol and you do only praise not the word not going back and forth back and forth mm. because it's just convenient on our ipad shuffle and that's just whatever we're just oh, so drunk you know yeah, focus on worship if you them. if you praise first and just do praise until the spirit of worship is released and only then you go into worship and then you linger and continue in the worship until the glory hits and you just keep adoring his glory that's what opens up these realms so from silver to gold dust then the gemstones come and that's what we saw you know last year we've seen a little bit this year too and then the body parts warehouse but i want to show you a supreme mystery a angel feather this big in my apartment two months ago and i had a sapphire mm -hmm. two weeks ago in my apartment amen uh new world's chart Maybe it was an emerald, I can't remember. I think we had an emerald at my house and then an emerald at your house too. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> but we left them on the floor like trash. <laughs> well, I, I did encapsulate like, that angel feather. That was huge. And it was if really it's not special. big enough for a piece of jewelry. I put that one in the, the treasure box. We treasure all of it. I actually, I a lot of times. But not the little gemstone. I vacuumed that up. We're working on humility. So God sometimes likes to give me one flake. <laughs> I call it one flake humility ministries. And I'll tell him like, you know what? If you could just, you know, confirm this. I was like, but make sure. I was like, just like a flake, right? You know, let's not. If he wants me to start keeping yeah. them, just keep them coming, Lord. Yeah. So anyway, so this we'll is how you open up. A... Let's we'll start a bank. Right. So if you, okay, let's look at this. So when you go into those realms, Old Testament Kabbalah is you're standing down there. So Ruth was standing down there on Malkut of Isaiah. And her <laughs> consciousness, thoughts, emotions, and feelings, she centered them on Christ, the Holy Spirit, God the Father. And her mind and thoughts and emotions would, as she prays, go up. And then you hit the worship. And then it goes up. And then the glory Ooh, man, we might teach on more of that next week. Mm. I can see there's more there. But those things start to come down. If you're faithful in your mind, thoughts, and emotions, and the first praise, not worship, praise until the spirit of worship comes, then only worship and not going back into the praise until the glory hits. Mm. And then you continue in the glory if you can still stand up, if it's too heavy at that point. That's when uh, David Hogan, they would have him tie him to the post mm. in the tent and they would literally be transported into a palace in heaven. And people could only see like the white marble throne and stuff like this is how you do it. Amen. They would they would linger in these. So people have tapped into these realms. So you bring it down through praise, worship, 
And so, but you praise until the spirit of worship, not just when you feel like it. Oh, I've had enough songs. And when you get the teaching here, you can do it a lot, a lot. more than just randomly happening once in your <laughs> lifetime. Yeah. So this is so there's you, an order to it. There's and this a teaching is, for it. Amen. So this is how you do it with the Old Testament Kabbalah. So you can be living New Testament baptism of the Holy Spirit, but still in the Old Testament Kabbalah of bringing it down. New Testament Kabbalah is what we're doing and establishing. That's Kingdom Age. That's you go up. And conquer. Amen. So let's say by the time I, I've gotten up to the world of absolute, uh, I'm standing now on Hod of absolute, and so from there, it's really nice. Yeah, they're, they're gonna see Hod. I love Hod. Hod means splendor. It's really Glo good. Yeah, splendor. What a great right. room. It's a really good one. <laughs> it's so frying my mind. It's almost like, like what am I even saying right now? But um Glory. So what I do, so from standing there, so when we stand on high rungs, I still praise God and I send my thoughts, emotions, and feelings using Old Testament style Kabbalah up the rest of the Sephirot where I haven't not conquered yet. Mm. Oh, that's good. And then bring the glory, higher glory down to where I'm at and then send the rest of that grace down the whole Sephirot to yep. the entire body of Christ. That's why Christ every time it. I get a breakthrough, the people, especially like I will notice in the women's group, people get breakthroughs. We've had like a sister be like, oh my goodness, who's Anyone praying right now. Anyone connected to the vine and the whole planet gets upgraded. Yeah. The truth on you. Like if you could go up in a high rung and then you share the glory, you send it all the way down. So all those rungs are filtered. So depending on where you're at, it, it's let you f you might perceive it less and less as you're lower on the rungs, but you can receive more and more of it as we're sending more and more of it down. As you learn to worship and take your thoughts, minds, and emotions up higher, you can taste those higher realms before you conquer it. That's good. It's really healthy. Where it gets unhealthy is if you're in the delusion that you're already conquered it. And you, you can drink from it. Jesus in the eternity of the eternity. He asked me, which week do you want to drink from tonight? I said, week 3,333. Mm -hmm. And he gave me that glory to drink from weeks without end. Yep. So you can press into those things. So the silver. So we <laughs> talked about silver and then the gold, then the gemstones, and then the body where parts warehouse. I want you to understand exactly why it happens in that order, according to the experience of Ruth Heflin. Let's go to the big one again. The big one. I'll show you exactly this. Why does it happen in that order? Mm. From her, it's, that's what they physically experienced. And it's this is the New Testament Kabbalah teaching, right? Now as you go up and you conquer, which means you get circumcised in each of these rungs, as you go up, you're gonna live in those realities. You're starting to live in those realities. So silver represents Ruah. So they would praise and you go high enough until the Ruah, which represents silver, so silver would fall then the gold dust would come gold represents the neshama mm. then the gemstones come that represents the chaya i noticed with my chaya it's like a pink crystal mm -hmm. it's like gemstone. a gemstone but it's also like a lighthouse and like a shell all it around becomes it. a gemstone in chaya and then the body parts warehouse that's yachita the one we talked about that represents mm. keter the that lofty eighth day, which represents full circumcision. So there's hope for the eunuchs. Mm. <laughs> yeah, body parts as warehouse. As long as you stay pure, amen. So silver, gold, gemstones, and body parts warehouse. And the angel that showed up the other night of absolute, uh, because we've been both seeing all these blue flashes 
Uh, since I came into Absolute, Brandon will see them appear on my body. Like he'll look at me, give me a hug the other day, and it was like the blue flashes. Yep. Two big orbs of blue. And I was seeing them. I see them everywhere now. Like they, ha it's just like emanating, emanating. And I asked, like, what is this angel? I know it's an it's, it's an absolute being because I didn't see these kinds of creatures in Berea. And of course, I get my handy dandy Google Translate my Hebrew tongues, mm -hmm. and it was all about the sapphire stone, uh, a geneticist angel. Mm, transfiguration. Transfiguration. And so that's why like the bones, like my geneticist the, angels. And the number one thing that's gotten me up, Sapphire Stones, is learning to hate false love with a perfect hatred. Yeah, you're so, really good at that. Definitely yeah. a life skill. It's a life skill. It's, it'll help you go up. So just if, think about it. The sins that you once loved, you can learn to hate. So start praying it. Let me hate The difference hate, between then. hating false love and being bitter, though. Mm -hmm. So Yeah, bitterness will keep you wounded. from rising. You can't be wounded. Mm -hmm. You can't be bitter. It doesn't mean you're a hater. It means that you're actually getting sanctified. Mm -hmm. It means you're getting into true holiness. Mm -hmm. False love is the biggest ripped off in the face of the earth. It's mm -hmm. just like Christian niceness, and you get trampled down by the cliff, right. and you're a slave in Babylon. Right. Not to the left, not to the right. Garbage. And it's totally fake anyway. Yep. And it's cheesy. Yep. So cheesy. Hating false love will help you rise very quickly. Getting into bitterness will prevent you from rising. And it gets worked out of you the whole way. You get circumcised yeah. all the way, all the up, way up, up until the tenth week. At the tenth week, it's the hundredfold. Amen. You're perfect after the tenth week. So, get to work, boys. <laughs> Got a long ways to go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So that and that is this. That is it's why it's a fun way, though. It's that, good. And that's why the Holy Spirit loves summer camp music because mm. out of all the good music there is out there in the world, it might not be the technically nicest, prettiest sounding. But the substance of glory that comes through those recordings is unprecedented even until today. Mm. So some of you need to go up. If you if yeah. you walk in New Testament Kabbalah and actually get the circumcision, not just the Old Covenant Kabbalah like Ruth Heflin did. So hers was more powerful because she had New There's Testament Holy Spirit Ruth baptism. Heflin, uh, sermons on YouTube too. Hers was so powerful because she had New Testament, New Covenant, Holy Spirit baptisms. They're mixed with music, though, all of them, too. It just messed you up. Ruth Heflin had, hers was so powerful Plus because. The Amish. Yeah. You can send it to your family members in upstate New York. Right. Look at these guys. They're they Amish enough. Like Is this Amish? Am I Amish enough for you yet, Mom? Okay. Yeah. Ruth Heflin's music <laughs> was so powerful because she walked in New Testament, New Covenant, Holy Spirit baptism while practicing Old Covenant-style Kabbalah with her praise and worship. Yours is going to be even more powerful because you walk in New Testament Kabbalah actually going up and conquering, getting the circumcision, and practicing New Testament Kabbalah while you praise and worship on Sapphire Stone. So we have yet to see a greater glory music come out than this. Amen. So... Somebody's right. gonna rise. We'll see you guys. We'll see, see you Tuesday. You next week.